560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Neil Young. I hate this place. Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. Nothing works here. I hate this place. Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. I hate this place. Nothing works here. Okay, let's get into these calls right away. QAM, good morning. Nine, five, four, four, six, one, zero, eight. Uh-oh. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Joe Rosho. Hello? Oh, did yes. Joe, is, is Joe, is it over? Is what over? The Joe Rosho. This call, yeah, this call's over. Is it over? Oh, my <laughs> God. See, how, how psychic can you be? You know, I knew it was for Joe. Let's see if line 11 is for Joe or for me. Joe Rosho, hello. Yeah, do we have time for any more bids on the uh, helmet? How much you want to bid? 550. 550. What are we going to do with this call, uh, Flea? Hang on. We'll have somebody pick you up, okay? Okay, okay. we'll have somebody pick you up. Hold on. It's on line 11. Okay. Wouldn't it be something if the winning bid on that thing uh, winds up on this show? Well, wouldn't that be a feather in my cap? That'd be awesome. That would really be something. That would be compelling, I'll tell you that. Well, here it is. It's a Thursday. We got Flea in the uh, room down there, and he's, oh, boy, bitchy this morning. Nothing yeah. works. Oh, yeah, I played that just for you. Thank you. And it makes me feel so much better about life that I'm not, not the only one fetching and moaning, oh, gee, the phones don't work, nothing works. I don't want to say it was like a little bit of a premature evaluation, this whole move operation, but, oh, boy, it was not, like you say in the estate business, well done. Am I correct? You are absolutely correct. Absolutely correct, sir. I have no life. Absolutely correct, sir. Well, we're doing the best we can. Flea will be on next week with Josh Cordes. I'll be on vacation. And then when after that, then uh, it's going to be the summer schedule, which I'm not giving up. No. Oh, no, I'm so disappointed to hear that. <laughs> oh, oh. Who's going to pick up that line 11? Is somebody connected? Maybe Zach? Well, I just, Zach? I just text Zach. I can't, uh, I can't see him, so I just text Zach him. Zach W. Krantz. Hey, Zach, pick up line 11. Have they got the same lines in there that we got or different lines? Uh, yeah. I have no idea. I don't think so. I think it's different. Yeah, I think their lines are all five, six, seven. But he should be able to pick up line eleven, I think. Pick up line eleven, Zach, if you can, if it's blinking in there. Zach W. Krantz, who's starting to look like a movie star now, is what I'm hearing. Is he? Is he starting to look like a movie star? Well, I guess Dom DeLuise was a movie star, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, wow! What a shot! That was good. See, your your lines are much better when you're like caustic and hostile like me. Yeah. Come up with much better material. Uh, Dom DeLuise, and uh, well, who's the other guy that I keep forgetting his name? The Cajun Chef? No, no, not though. Paul Prudhomme. Yeah, that's even worse than who I was thinking of. WQAM, hello. No change. Now, what was that feedback all about? Oh, I don't know. That call was coming from inside the building. It's inside the house, and get out of there right away. Remember when a stranger calls? 
You didn't see When a Stranger Calls with Charles Durning? Hang on, I'm sorry. I got like five people talking to me at once. Oh, boy. What? Now, let's put it on the air. Let's have a little confab on the air. Let the audience into whatever the hell is going on. We got the big O at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Jim Mandich, Mr. Manwich at 4 o'clock. And then at 7, we got High School Gridiron Report. Wow. From 7 to 8, then 8 to 9, we got DA. And then we got the NBA Finals, Game 4, 9 o'clock tonight. Which I could care less about. I'm not going to pretend to care about it. Whether it's the finals, the uh, semifinals, I don't care. Whether it's the first game in history. I used to go to NBA when we had the Rochester Royals 100 years ago. Les Harrison was the coach of the Royals. Are those five people out of there yet or what? Now they are. Beth just oh. left. Although she could have stayed. She's hot. You know, before the Rochester Royals, which used to be in the NBA, and then they became the Cincinnati Royals where Oscar Robertson played. Before the Rochester Royals, they were the Rochester Seagrams. And in the 40s, my uncle, Muggsy Solomon, was one of the first coaches of that team. Did you know that? <laughs> Muggsy, huh? Yeah, he was a bookie, Muggsy Solomon. A bookie Aaron. named Muggsy. Name Muggsy, wow. What? <laughs> a bookie named Muggsy. Yeah, how unusual. <laughs> he was a good guy, Muggsy Solomon. And then he married this big shiksa. At any rate. You know, he, uh, sounds, gonna... he sounds tough with a name like Muggsy, but then you get the Solomon and it's not so uh, yeah, intimidating anymore. He wasn't anymore. tough. He was yeah. definitely not a tough guy. He was like pudgy, you know, right. like me. Fat and pudgy. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Hey, hey, Neil, this uh, guy, Flea, he stinks, man. Yeah, stink this. Every, call call again in a month, okay? Every day you call and say the same crap. Get some material. Go out in the woods and look around. Find you some material. Nobody's picking up line 11 yet. I sure hope that guy was uh, not for real. Is anybody picking it up or doing something with it or what? Well, Zach said he did pick it up. I don't, I don't know what's going on now. Oh, maybe, well... Are you still there? Yeah. Hold on, please. I he, guess he's still. I'll get, I'll get his name and number during the break. Yeah, you do that, please. Okay. Do that for a Joe and for a Daily Food uh, Bread Bank. Yeah, because it's a good cause. Daily Bread Food Bank, whatever, however that goes. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's uh, get into it. I, I didn't realize we'd be taking so many calls right away. The phone is still screwed up badly, by the way, but uh, we are told that one of these days the phone company is going to get it all worked out and the lines will roll over and they'll all ring and it'll be like, like a real radio show. Isn't that what we were told? Oh, yeah. Your equipment, on the other hand, is really uh, screwed up. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I was dropping F-bombs left and right this morning. Really? Oh, yeah, that's true. When you first came in here, they were all over the place. I was a little fired up, wasn't I? Too bad we weren't on the air. We could have had a long, <laughs> yeah. we had a long vacation. Yeah, permanent. Long vacation. Rich in Orlando says, don't the last two choices on the poll overlap? Well, what's he talking about? Unless it was created by God, religion is man-made, is insurance for the scared, and is a pile of crap. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, Rich, but it, it's a pile of crap. He says, my alternative is to wear asbestos underwear. Yeah, if you go to hell, you better be wearing some asbestos underwear. The Dow's up 77 points. We ended on a really good note yesterday. And you're saying today that you're pretty sure it was Petey Lenny wrote that hostile, hateful uh, email? I I'm, again, I'm just I'm just referring back to his writing style of emails. Because mm -hmm. you said yesterday, after George said that he was sure it wasn't, you said, "Oh no, that wasn't him." I wouldn't think he would take a shot at George. That's why. Oh, I thought they were buddies. Well, a lot of people think that they're buddies, and then they find out, uh oh, maybe not, maybe not behind my back. Petey Lenny. It, it was the ramblings of a disturbed individual, and if anybody I know in that place is really deeply disturbed, that's one of them. Right. Well, let's see how we uh, wound up with yesterday's poll. 1,026 votes on the poll. What would happen if George and Neil were on different stations at the same time? 
Now, before I get into the poll result, let me ask you, which, which line do you like better? Neil is mailing it in or he hasn't really tried in years, which I guess LeBastard used two nights ago. Which, which cliche is better? <sighs> mailing it in is so cliche, I think I would go with the other one. You haven't tried in years. Oh. What would happen if George and Neil were on different stations at the same time? I'd listen to Neil, 502. I'd switch back and forth depending on my mood, 236. Who cares as long as George makes his 75 grand, 143. It would be stupid, 66. I'd listen to George, 54. And it would make for fun ratings book days, 25. I remember when rating book days used to be fun before this new method. But I'm not going to talk about it again because, oh, geez, not more on the weeklies. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's right. I'm not getting into it. The guy's still on hold, by the way, in line 11. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick him up once we go to break. Oh, once we go to the break, well... Or I can no, just turn my mic he... off and pick him up now if you want. Yeah, that would be nice. Okay. Go ahead, please. Because the guy, you know, is maybe sincere and maybe it's a legit offer, and uh, the guy's going to get really disenchanted and on hold forever. He's trying to do a good thing. Here's the current poll, and this is an oldie. We've done it a couple of times. I realize that, but you people aren't sending any new polls in. And if you think that me, at my advanced age, my feeble old mind, I'm going to come up with new polls, forget about it. I mean, you know, once in a while. Religion is blank. A bunch of crap, 109. A man-made crutch for weak people, 103. Not very important in my life, 75. Moderately important in my life, 56. And very important in my life, only 32 out of 375. We don't have the Getschkis out there. That's our problem. Yeah. Oh, you already done with that guy? Yep. And what was just on line 12? I think I accidentally put that one on hold. Oh, my God. That was scary. I thought maybe Dave Johnson was calling in to redo the Belmont pick. <laughs> he might want to. <laughs> Here's Dave. Oh, Summer Bird. I like that one. I think he's got a shot. Yeah. That's what we're going to start doing from now on. We're going to do the uh, triple count pricks after the race. I, I told you, years and years ago, back in Michigan, back in Detroit, I had a friend, a goofy guy, I went to college with a Michigan State. He and his brother were the ones that got me into going to the track the first time, Hazel Park. Fall of 1960, I want to say. And the first horse I ever bet on was a horse called Eldora Jenko, driven by the late Don McLemore. It was number nine. I bet $2 to show, and he won the race. And I collected $2.60. Nice. At any rate, uh, so I started going to the track with this guy, John Sobel. And after every race, he had the winner. I told you the seven. I told you. you know, after every race, he... Uh, and, that, and, that, and before the race, he would talk about every horse. I think I like the three. The four's got a good shot. Uh, you know. And then after the race, I told you. You know, like that. What happens when you walk up to the window and say that? I told you the seven. Nothing. <laughs> oh. I got so many stories, but nobody cares about racing. I went to, I went to Jackson Raceway one night to bet on a horse named... Bucky Dale, driven by my favorite driver, 70-year-old Francis O'Hare. And I went there with a college friend of mine named Don Meldrum, also from Detroit. And Meldrum was one of those guys who always knew better than everybody else about everything. And I'm getting ready to go to the window. I'm losing my ass that night, and we finally get to the race with Bucky Dale. I'm going on to bet 50 to win and 50 to place. And the horse is like, oh, I don't know, 7 to 1, $16 horse. And I'm just on the way to the window, and he comes running over. Oh, did you bet yet? I said, no, good, because the one teller told me it's a boat race, and the seven is going to win. And I listened to him, and instead of betting my Bucky deal, I bet the seven, 50 to win and 50 to play. The seven, by the way, is still running. This was 40 years ago, <laughs> 45 years ago. And, of course, Bucky Dale won the race and paid $16.
There's a long ride home back to uh, Kalamazoo, by the way. I bet. And $16 back then is probably like five grand today. But no, not like five grand. But 16 bucks is a pretty good price, you know. And 50 and 50 would have been, I don't know, a few hundred bucks. Oh, they just told me it's a boat race. The seven's going to win. Yeah, boat. Get the oars out, Meldrum, you jackass. Oh, boy. Those college days, they're really something else. We had one kid from Owasso, Michigan. I don't remember his name. He had never seen a Jew before. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Al something from Owasso, Michigan. He never saw a Jew. And when, when he dis they discovered I was Jewish, oh, my God, he just went nuts. And then he started deciding that I looked like his uncle or something who he hated like poison. And he kept trying to smother me with a pillow. Every time he'd come into our room in the dorm, he would, like, grab a pillow. Oh, you look like uh, Uncle Uncle whatever, Uncle Schmendrick. Isn't it amazing how people live these cloistered lives? It all depends. It's just the luck of the draw, where you're born and who your parents are and et cetera. Where you go to school, the kind of people you, you hang with. It's all just blind luck. Got a few emails here, not too many. And I no, no long, uh, magnificent, compelling uh, emails like yesterday. Boy, that at the beginning of the show, we had some really heavy-duty crap yesterday. Nothing from John Manelli today, by the way. No follow-up. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. I was thinking maybe we could make that a regular feature every day. Who's going to give Ricky a blow? Looking to play with poop, but not wanting to shut down your local light rail system? Try Poop Dough. From the makers of Play Doh, Poop Dough brings the fecal fun once enjoyed only by psychotic homeless people to the comfort of your home. You can bounce it down the floor like a ball and follow the brown dots to find it. Or flatten it out, press it on a newspaper, and watch the image disappear in a defecate smear. <laughs> it's endless fun for everyone. <laughs> Poopto. It's fecalicious. Available in three colors. Backdoor brown, dysentery dirt, and Montezuma's revenge. You know, here I am at my advanced stage, and I'm just thinking I've never had in my lifetime any fecal fun. Really? Have you? I guess it depends what you mean by fun. Yeah. Long-time listener Bob says, if WQM's management had allowed you to air the type of show you did two to three years ago, then your ratings would still be number one. As we know, and he says, I was in the radio business for 18 years plus, ratings translates to income. If WQM had the income your show could generate, then there would be no reason for staff cuts or pay adjustments. Your situation is what happens when people who have no idea how a particular type of business any businesses run are put in charge. It'll be interesting, and I fear a little scary, to see how non-automotive uh, people mess up the auto industry. Yeah, the one guy, GM, there says he doesn't know anything about cars. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it would be like somebody in our place saying, hey, I know nothing about radio. Joyce? Well, that at least would be honest on her part. Says, your only hope is to hang in and hope that somehow real broadcasters will gain control of WQAM. Doi, 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 doi. And you'll be allowed to wear the show you know works. <laughs> A long-time listener, Bob. Well, thanks, Bob. Thanks for the sentiments, but the idea that real broadcasters are going to take control of this place is most amusing at best. Phones were ringing pretty good there at the beginning, and now all of a sudden they've, like, leveled off. Mm. Now, you know what might be really captivating and interesting? What's that? Not compelling, but interesting, is if you would look at those stats you've got there and see how many people were listening online at 9 a.m. and then now, like, at 10 a.m. Okay. Give me a second. I'll get that up. Okay. And, and speaking of uh, that, of WQM.com, today's Thursday, which means at noon we got our Neil deal coming up. we got the Hard Rock Cafe today. Yeah. I'm excited. 
and we have not a hundred certificates, but we got 125. How that happened, I don't know, but that's okay, because they'll sell out fast. These are 50s for 25 bucks. We got 125 of them at noon today. Okay, at 8 a.m. there was 139 people listening online at wqam.com, mm-hmm. and currently there are 343. 139 to 343. That's a lot more than double. Yeah, that's like two and a half times as many. Now, how's that possible if they got like a 3-4 in the morning and we got a, a 0. Uh, 0.00 oh, point... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, like that. Hmm. Something is suspect there. Something is wrong. Something is very terribly wrong. Do you, do you know any consulting engineers? No. They, they still have such people, right? I would think so. There used to be a guy in Michigan by the name of Hal Munn who was a real religious nut. He owned a station in Hillsdale, Michigan. He owned a station in Coldwater and one in Ypsilanti. I worked in Ypsilanti for him for about two weeks with Johnny Meter. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Now, there's a place. Wow. You ever been to Ypsilanti? No. Don't. It's, it's from Detroit, like west of Detroit, on the way back to, like, you know, Lansing or Kalamazoo or somewhere like where there might be human people. Ypsilanti. What a whore. What a toilet. And I interviewed Bert Lahr at Kmart at uh, on that Ypsilanti station. Mm. And I, I got to be honest with you, other than the cowardly lion in Wizard of Oz, I, and, you know, and the fact he was a comic, I didn't know anything about Bert Lahr. But the interview went well. <laughs> it went okay. <laughs> and that's something when you're sent out, like as an assignment, to interview somebody and you don't know anything about them. Yeah. Hey, go out and interview Moishi Pupik today at two this afternoon. About what? Oh, whatever. You know, come up with some interesting questions. Bert Lahr. He must have been close to death back then. He lo- he looked like it. WQAM, hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning to you. Uh, I've been at the loop for about two weeks. Can you uh, give me an update on where our friend Mr. Rodriguez is working, if not at all? He's not working anywhere yet. Well, that's very unfortunate. Yes, um, yes, it is. Hopefully he'll pop up somewhere. And when he does, I will be tuning in to him as well as you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Didn't he sound a little uh, on the Brit side there? A little bit. A little constipated and British. 139 people listening online at 8 a.m. and 343 at 10. Wow. That sounds more in line with like what the old diaries used to say, you know? Those really inaccurate diaries where all the Neelys would wire them for me because they liked me so much, etc. and so on. Isn't it amazing? All those years that went by, and nobody had any complaints about that system. Everything was just hunky-dory, just fine. I mean, you know, every now and then somebody would get a, a kiss. Isn't that what we call it in the business? When you get a kiss, when you get a bunch of wired diaries, and you get some of your groupies who put it down, ditto, 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 they're listening every minute of every day. Everybody gets that sooner or later, you know. Sure. A kiss. Well, not everybody. I'm not so sure Defo is going to get a kiss from anything alive. He's on there on 640, by the way, WMEN in the morning's Defoe. A lot of people, oh, where's Defoe? Whatever happened to Defoe? He's on there still doing his cornball crap. I mean, you, do you know Defoe? I don't know him personally. I did see a, a recent if picture of him. If you knew Defoe like I know Defoe, yeah, go ahead. And uh, he's a little bloated. Is he really? Yeah. Well, if you didn't know him before, how do you know he's bloated as compared to me? He was never fat. He was like, I don't know. Well, he's a little heavy now. Wow. Well, he must be living the good life. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Listen, the economy's pretty bad right now, don't you think? Yes, the economy we're in a depression, <laughs> yes. All right. So, but nonetheless, if, if I want to cheer myself up, I grab me a copy of the uh, Times Union and the Democratic Chronicle, 
Uh-huh. And I run around naked and I spill my seed. Uh huh. Don't you think that's a good idea? Yeah, great. Oh, I miss George. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of George's people, no question about that. Well, wow, he's running around naked with the Rochester newspapers. I'm unimpressed by Rochesterians, okay? Rochester used to be a, an okay, it was an okay place to grow up. Look what it did for me. <laughs> but uh, it, it was okay. But now it's a uh, toilet. The Dow's up 79 points. It was up uh, 100. It was zooming up there for a while, a couple of minutes during that last break. And now all of a sudden it's, uh, I don't know, kind of leveling off. 414 votes on our religion poll. I wish we had a better poll than that today. That's a crappy poll. Maybe somebody will send us in a good poll for tomorrow. Do you think? I doubt it. Mm. Now, what are you going to do next week with the polls? Are you going to put polls up there or what? Yeah, I have some ideas for some polls. Do you? Good. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, and, and the bedtime stories, am I still going to have to do those next week, too, on vacation? Because I always did that when George was working. I guess. You guess? Okay, I'll, I'll handle it. I mean, if you tell me what to do, I can take care of it. No, no, I'll, I'll handle it. I'm not really so sure that many people read those anymore, unless it's about you know me being on the verge of getting blown out or George getting fired or about Randy's off the air. If it's something about radio, then we get a big, big readership. Now, that's interesting, by the way, because... Oh, look at that! Greg Budell says, Did you hear Lums and Davies closing down? No more Ollie Burgers. Mm. Walter Sabo and Harry Penis are monitoring you today. You were whipped up into a frenzy yesterday. Well, good. More BS from McGreg Budell. And here's one you'll never guess who this is allegedly from. Stormy. Wow. How are you doing? Listen, I heard some things about you talking crap about me again. I heard you even had a poll to see if I was compelling or whatever that means. I'm tired of being belittled by your punk ass. I'm not like these other losers you'd be ripping all the time. They just take it, I guess. <laughs> but don't be ripping me, man. I ain't going to take it. I got a lawyer may open up a case against you. I got people at bars and Marlin games telling me, Yo, Storm, that Neil's been ripping you again, man. I don't want no people coming up to me saying all that. I got good relationships with Joe Rose and you to be bugging um, and all the damn time like a damn girl, says Storm. Hmm. You be. Um, yeah, you be. Well, it's purposely written like that, in case you hadn't noticed. Because it's not written by him. It's written by some white dude trying to sound like, you know. Right. Like some inarticulate black person. That, that's what that's written like. Stormy. We were talking about you before, Stormy, off the air before the show. And about how you're killing the radio station. 1026 at 560 WQAM. Oh, God. I'm Oprah Corporate to further demolish the Neil Rogers Show so we can finally get sports in the time slot and fail even further. The following songs are banned from airplay because I feel some of the instruments used come too close to a fart sound. Like this one here.
descendants who tell me it's just a saxophone. But what do you call this? We must adhere to the imaginary guidelines brought down from the mountain by Yushki. Violators of our standards and practices act of bleeding sports will be shot. WQAM, hello. Wait a minute, wrong line. Helps if you press the right line. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, just want to, oh, this is Neil, sorry. <laughs> hey, listen, Neil, honest guy, watch out for Joe Bell. He's trying to give you a stroke. He figures he's, that's the only way he's going to get you out of there. He's going to do what? Give you a stroke. No, it's not going to happen. I feel you fine. Good. You don't need another one of those. Don't, don't let the man get to you. Okay, thank you so much. No, I'm doing okay. I think you're right. I think he is uh, trying to, you know, test my uh, ability. I'm a survivor. I'll be here. Uh, and guess what my next story was, or the first story, I guess, that I was going to get into today. It said five more cats found slain in Palmetto Bay Yards. And then Flea just faxed me, cat butcher's deadliest day, five more cats found mutilated and killed in South Florida. I'll get to it. Hey, kitty, 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 kitty. Hey, kitty, 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 kitty. Oh, that's bad. Don't be doing that. No. I mean, I don't. I hate cats, but I certainly am not in favor of people mutilating or doing anything harmful to animals. Well, I think the bigger issue is: is does this guy graduate from cats to bigger animals like humans? I doubt it. I don't know. He just don't like kitty cats. Here, kitty, 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 here, kitty, kitty. Well, at least he didn't put them in the microwave and nuke them. No. Which I think they fit in there really nice because they're see, unlike dogs, which dogs are. I don't know how to describe it, but their bone structure is different. They're more rigid. But yeah. cats are more, like, malleable. You know, you can, like, you know what I mean? Yep. Before I get to that thing about the kitty cats, Yoshi Schmendrick says, you're not going to like this because you're good buddies with Paul and Ron. Okay. Says, oh, my God, I gave Paul and Ron a shot this morning. You know, I wanted to see what was so compelling to the panel. Man, the crap these guys put on the air is nuts. 22 minutes of commercials an hour, then the dumb game they play, then's Ron's news, and then toasted sports, and that's the damn show. They had some crazy comedian on. In other words, it blows. So, Ron, you can email all you want. You can stick your numbers up your drunk ass, but your juvenile show sucks, says Yoshi Schmendrick. He don't like their show, I guess. I guess not. I guess it's not. It, it, although it did compel him to send me this email, I'll say that. That was up only 67 now. It's not, it's not doing so great. As the calls continue, now, now let me just give that toll-free number again. Cause, and let's see if they'll roll over. I doubt it. 1-877-785-6345. It's toll-free from, I don't know. Wouldn't it be nice if we could find out where that line works? I'll get on that. You'll get on it? I mean, wouldn't that be interesting? We say toll-free for where? Palm Beach County included, like uh, the Keys. I, I don't know. Are they hearing us in the Keys? I mean, if we're getting that bad interference in Dade County, you can imagine what our signal sounds like in the Keys. Can you even begin to imagine? We we have some audience down in the Keys. If you notice that coverage map, uh, besides going out into the ocean, it also goes to the Keys, our signal, when we're running, you know, 5,000 watts. Right. As opposed to, like, nighttime pattern and 50 watts, whatever, running between 10 and 2 right now. I'm I'm going to tell you, oh, look at that. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, we know the line's working from Pembroke Pines. Okay. Hey, listen, did you hear about uh, this, this phony baloney uh, thing from the New Times that they put out every year? Yeah. DJ Laz, radio performer of the year. Oh, yeah, sure. Unbelievable. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the good news. How depressing. 
I didn't realize the new one was out. You know, the best of this and the best of that. Yeah, I didn't see it either. Well, last year they gave uh, the best AM personality to George, and the listeners gave it to me. So you know, like we we shared the spoils. It was good. Now maybe you can uh, put a feather in your cap next year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you can be the uh, listener's choice or the uh, New Times choice or whatever like that. Anyway, getting back to the kitty cats, the South Florida cat butcher has struck again the most deadly day to date, killing five more cats yesterday. The cats were found mutilated yesterday in areas of Palmetto Bay and Southwest Dade, and police say there's no way the latest killing could be the work of dogs. Oh, dogs wouldn't do that. Well, they would if they could ever catch the cat, but they can never catch him. See, it's one thing about dogs. I love dogs, as you know, tremendously, but... They're stupid. And they don't realize that cats have got those sharp claws, and cats can just tear them up big time. Right? Oh, yeah. Sharp claws and nasty. Cats are nasty. The news comes just days after Broward police determined that the killings in their county were being done by a pack of vicious dogs. Oh. Over 30 cats have now been killed in the last two months, many mutilated, all cruelly left in their owner's yards. Owners have been urged to keep their pets in their homes until a killer is caught. See, that's one thing about cats. You don't see anybody walking a cat with a leash. <laughs> no. What, what, what are you laughing about? No, it's true, though. Dogs, you see, have to be walked on a leash. It's the law. You can't let your dogs run loose. But kitty cats, oh, yeah. Nobody runs, uh, walks out there with their cat on a leash. They, they would round you up. They'd get a butterfly net and round your ass up if you were walking your cat with a leash. WQAM, hello. Yeah, shameless request for Neil. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, is this Neil Rogers' show? It's Neil Rogers, yes. Yes. Can I speak with Neil? You're speaking to him. Oh, I'm sorry, Neil. I got a, a bit of a, long, a long time, first time. Uh, a while back, he used to play uh, a bit about a guy who was talking about bridges, and he went teased him and said, Oh, go away. One owner who found his cat dead yesterday struggled to comprehend the carnage. It's shocking to see that because we love our cat, owner Roy McKinney said. Somebody would do that. It's hard to say what else they would do. That's what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. They start with kitty cats, then they move on to people. He probably started with, like, lizards and frogs first and moved Could up to be. cats. Yeah. I think, uh, what's his name? I think Bundy did that. Yep. Didn't Bundy start with, like, uh, I don't know, tadpoles and then move up? Yeah, most of your serial killers do that. I started with tadpoles when I was a kid in elementary school. We used to call it elementary school back in my day, really old times. What do they call it now? Elementary school. No, they call it middle school or something. Well, middle school used to be junior high. Really? Yeah, it's like 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And now they call it elementary school? No, elementary school is kindergarten through 6th grade, yeah. Right. And then middle school is 7th through 8th, and then high school is 9th through 12th. Uh, oh, Rewards of over 12 grand have been offered in the case, which has several police departments actively investigating the sadistic murders. Sadistic murders, somebody at the Herald put that in there. Sounds like an editorial comment to me. Cops were collecting evidence yesterday at McKinney's house, trying to gather any info to help find the butcher who has the neighborhood on edge. To me, it's somebody who's got major problems. To live in this community, I'd be worried, McKinney said. Somebody's got major problems. Maybe they have Stan major problems. Maybe Stan owes them money, too. Stan major, Stan major. So there's that story. 8 o'clock, we had 139 people listening online, and 10 o'clock, 343. Shove that in your buddy's uh, puss and just tell him to chew that up and spit it out. I'm serious. You, you better start graphing these. I mean, you know, I don't ask you to do a lot. Yeah. And you've been great. No, it's I mean, easy. You know, it, it, this thing goes back 90 days. Yeah. So it's easy to graph. It graphs itself. And is it pretty much the same all the time? Well, Every what, time. If, what if you go back? Let's see. Let's go back into, um, I don't know, March when we had that great um, winter book. It's pretty consistent. 
I mean, if you look at this graph, it's mm -hmm. it, it stays pretty consistent. And so in, in April, it didn't just drop off the end of the world like allegedly our audience did? See, yeah. I don't want to continue banging on that, that new rating thing, but it, it's bogus. Okay? Right. What does it take, like Junior Walker and the All-Stars would say, what does it take to convince the powers that be that it's a bunch of crap? All right, here you go. March, March 16th, mm -hmm. 445 people. March 18th, 449. This is the noon hour. Uh, March 19th, 432. March 20th, 396. Mm -hmm. Then you go to uh, March 21st, which would have been a weekend, 75 people. Yeah, well, no, nobody's listening on the weekend unless they're listening to the archives. Right. So, okay, now, now what, what about um, April? In April. Mm -hmm. April 10th, say. Okay, April 7th. Mm -hmm. Was 441 was the peak, which oh, is in the noon hour. How is that possible? That's noon, 441. Yeah. Uh, April 8th, the peak was 439, mm -hmm. which was also at 12 o'clock. Yeah. April 20th, at 1220, the peak was 431. April 21st, the peak at 1145 was 402. The only thing that beats it was the day of the NFL draft. That's the highest with 711. Whoa! Everything else is the noon hour. Always well, that'll the teach highest. me a thing or two, not making fun of that NFL draft anytime in the future, unless, of course, I feel like it. Hello? Operator error, perhaps? Neil. God. Wow. Real American a-hole. A technical zoo. We salute you, Mr. 5 o'clock in the morning workout guy. Mr. 5 o'clock in the morning workout guy! Instead of hitting the snooze button, you jump out of bed and into your white beater and bicycle shorts, and it's off to the gym. Gotta get there early! Flexing your chest and bouncing your pecs, you gear up for the competition by pumping iron at the crack of dawn. Hey, buddy, can you spot me? You kick the roids after you realized you were hung like a hamster. But unsuspecting baseball fans still mistake you for Mark McGuire. Put me in, coach! You haven't had a date in three years, but that's okay. When you're squatting 800 pounds, the only intimacy you require is the man in the mirror. Ow! So, we salute you, Mr. 5 o'clock in the morning workout guy, your 40-inch biceps, your empty pill containers, and your support belt. You are a real American a-hole. Okay, 1047, 13 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Christy in Fort Lauderdale says what the police aren't telling the public is that the kitty killer is leaving a signature at every mutilation. So far, every kitty's had a certain type of lollipop pushed into its rear end. Huh? Rectum. They are keeping this quiet. Well, maybe Christy is just a crazy person who just made that up. Who knows? You hadn't heard that before? No, I haven't heard that. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. Want a lollipop? I wonder if it was like a blow pop, like the big ones, or one of those little dum-dums. Well, I guess we'll investigate and find out. Or a Tootsie Pop, which I hate. Oh, Tootsie Pop. Oh, fat. that's strictly for Goyam. Yeah, they're terrible. Scott says, never mind, uh, let's see. Uh, Why would it say on NeilRogers.com, we're nationwide, baby, right above the 877-SUCK-NEIL if it didn't work from all over the country? Because uh, I'm sure that in the beginning we thought that it did. We thought it was toll-free. In fact, I believe we were told that it was nationwide. That's why we put it on there. Why would we correct it? Now, how are you doing with the Eric on changing that website around? Well, he added me and replaced it with, uh, you know, George's email with, with me. So that's a step in the right direction, I guess. Yeah, well, that, that's the first step, yeah. Yeah. Baby steps, man. 
Well, let, let's find out. Only line one works anyway on that toll-free thing. Let, let's see if there are people in Palm Beach or the Keys or somewhere, or maybe even in Tampa who might want to try it. I doubt Tampa, because we would definitely be getting calls from Tampa if they could use that toll-free number, right? Yeah, I would think so. Because we got people listening over there online. My peeps. 1-877-785-6345. I still can't believe that you, you keep saying you wish you were back in Tampa. Oh, in a second. That's one of the greatest indictments of South Florida in history. Anybody who says they wish they were back in Tampa. Right. Oh. 1-877-785-6345. If you're in West Palm somewhere, Palm Beach County, try that number, okay? Let's see if it works. Let's find out what's really going on. WQAM, hello. Hey, uh, toll-free line spy report. Where are you? I'm in Palm Beach County, Northern. My phone number is a local for, like, Northern, not for, like, Boca and Boynton, but oh, Northern, right. like Jupiter. And so this line been works. How do, you, how do you like that? Yeah, I'm very happy. And um, just want to correct Flea. I guess I'll be doing this a lot. Middle school, actually, elementary school is K through 5. Middle is 6, 7, six, seven eight, eight, and eight, right. high school is the rest. That's right. Sorry, I skipped that sixth grade. That's okay. Sorry, Flea. You guys have okay. a great day. Keep up a good show. Bye. Thanks, Pally. How you like that? It works in North Palm Beach County. Oh, yeah. Now, if we ever get the rest of those lines working on that whole bank, we'll really be uh, kicking ass. Maybe. Aren't you impressed? Oh, wait a minute. Line 2 is ringing. QAM, hello. What? Hello. Uh, Mr. Dawkins. I beg your pardon? Mr. Uh, Dawkins. Daryl? Mr. Yes. Dawkins? Mr. Dawkins. Email. Email. What is it? Are you Mr. Email Dawkins? Yeah, Email Dawkins, yeah. What can I do for you? Yes, hi. Um, good morning. My name is Lois calling from Contour, the adjustable bed company. Is it what? Contour, the adjustable bed company. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not calling to um, sell you anything, sir. I just have some news for you today, okay? Okay, I can't wait. Um, you are familiar <laughs> with the adjustable beds that go up and down at a touch of a button, right, sir? Yeah. Okay, it's just that for the first time. Contour has a $500 certificate for you. Well, why are you calling me about this? I say we have a certificate for you. Oh, my God. I beg your pardon? Where did you get my name from? Uh, we're calling uh, the uh, Miami area. Uh -huh. We have a list that we're calling from, sir. Well, I'm not in the Miami area. I'm in Toronto. Can you help me out? In Toronto? Yeah. Wow. Well, when you figure it out, call me back. <laughs> wow. Is that incredible or what? Yeah. Uh, Mungo says the new radio rating system is a fraud. Myself and my friends only listen to your show on the Internet on our car radios uh, also. Who sits around at home listening to transistor radios, the 60-plus crowd? It's not, it's not only just uh, people supposedly sitting around at home. The people with these uh, devices, the electronic devices, they're attached to their Rectum. ass. And as long as they have the radio by their ass, no matter whether they're outside, inside, in a car, on the moon, uh, it's supposed to detect it. Right. Isn't that correct? That is correct. They place that device tightly between their cheeks, and that's the way that works. Rich Evil says it's a bad thing, the uh, cats, but if these ass-clown pet owners were to keep their damn cats in their own house or yard, these killings would not be taking place. It's probably some fed-up homeowner getting tired of having stray cats schmitting in his yard. Cats don't schmitt in the yard, okay? They go in a uh, litter box. It says, I had this issue when I lived in an apartment. As soon as I'd wash my car, a dozen cats would climb all over it. Well, I think Rich Evil is the guy who's killing the cats. I think we just solved the problem. 
Power of Neil, man. Does it again. Neil, God! Shocking. Blade Runner says, Yesterday on his show, Dan LeBastard went on another hate-filled rant in which he called you a parasite who's been profiting off a city you've bashed from another country. Wow. He also made fun of the fact that you've only got about 400 people listening online while he claims to have thousands. Right. Oh, yeah, they've got 80,000 votes on their polls. They've got 50 million people listening online. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They just make up numbers. He pointed out your bad ratings and said you were finally getting what you deserved after years of bullying people around. I have no doubt now that he wrote that scathing homophobic email to you as most of what he said mirrored that email. How do you like that? Hmm. Dan Labastard wrote that according to uh, this uh, email report. I would find that surprising. You would? Yeah. Why? Because he's a better writer than that. <laughs> I guess you haven't read the Herald in years. <laughs> QAM, hello. Oh, what a shame. Line 11, we lost one. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm calling on the 800 number from Tennessee. Come on. Really? I'm serious. It's the Where first about? time in forever that it's worked. It wasn't even working in Polk County, but now it's working in Tennessee. So We're, we're in Tennessee. WFO. Let me say it again. We're in Tennessee. Oh, Oak Ridge. Where all the weirdos live. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Have a wonderful life. Good luck to us. How do you like that? Uh, do you believe it? No. Well, why not? He sounded like he was from Tennessee. Oh, he sure did, man. Y'all come back. You're going to love Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I went to Gatlinburg once. Oh, boy. Once. I went to Nashville for a month in 1980. Mm. WLAC, Nashville, Tennessee, baby. Wow, what a strange place, Tennessee. Really strange. Gatlinburg. Well, he, he might have been legit. Let's see where this one's from. QAM, hello. Hola. Neil, spy report. Yes, sir. 877 line from Jacksonville's working, so. Wow. You're in Jacksonville? Yeah, you're making it all the way to North Florida. All right. We're nationwide, baby. Maybe we're going to get some calls from, like, Seattle from the Space Needle. You think? No. From the CN Tower in Toronto? Maybe. Wow, wow, wow. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Oh, all the, all the high spots. Oof, Jacksonville. Another pit. No, come on. Jacksonville, Florida is to uh, the U.S. what Hamilton, Ontario is to Canada. What Gary, Indiana is to the U.S. A lot of smokestacks, a lot of uh, steam, a lot of uh, pollution, a lot of crap. Nothing good, just a lot of crap. Made me think of that game where Jacksonville beat the Dolphins. What was it, 67-3 to three or something like that a few yeah. years ago? 62-something, to something, I think. 63-7, yeah. to seven, I do believe. Something like that. Some embarrassing number. I don't know. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Rock, rock, rock solid. Any questions?
It's 1101 at 560 WQAM. Happy Thursday to you. Bob in Naples says, sometimes your show has a ghost from Cuba in the background. Sometimes there's just white noise. Sometimes when the air is clear and relatively dry, we get a great signal over here in the fatherland. P.S. I deeply appreciate George's work on your show, but I think Flea is doing just fine. How do you like that? Oh, we're fine. All right. P.S. number two. Those phony ratings are a ploy to breach your contract. Spend the money for an investigation and follow up with a criminal complaint, says Bob in Naples. <laughs> Woo! Spend the money for investigation and follow up with a criminal complaint. How do you like that? Hmm, that's interesting. A criminal complaint. This place is a crime, I'll tell you that. How's that poll doing, by the way? It's, I, again, apologize for a really crappy poll. 495 votes. Not that it's a bad poll idea, but we've just done it a million times. Religion is blank. A man-made crutch for weak people, 140. A bunch of crap, 133. Not very important in my life, 96. 98. Moderately important in my life, 75. Very important in my life, muy importante, 49. Out of 495 votes. Hmm. You're not impressed? I am. It's obviously not important in your life because you're like, uh, I don't know, you're like animal, vegetable, and mineral. Yeah. You're neither fish nor fowl. I voted for uh, a bunch of crap. Yeah. yeah. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. I QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Spy report. Yeah. This is Jeff. You're coming in loud and clear. Where? I'm in Havana, Cuba right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ought to be. You ought to be. Yeah, hasta que me olvides. Get out of here. Barry Jackass says, hearing from my sources at 790 that George's hiring has not been approved, hearing that he's talking to Steve Lappa at WFTL, Dan and the crew are a bit upset with your cost of comments yesterday. Well, you know what? Screw them. Screw Dan and the crew and Stu Gotts, who don't belong on the air, even to say, even to make a, a fart noise. Who the hell are Dan and crew? In other words, they can go on and rip me an ass every day, which I don't mind. Go ahead and have a good time. But if I respond, then they're upset. With my caustic comments, they suck. They're an embarrassment. They're whole, that whole operation over there. I would say that radio station, but it's not a radio station. It's a lease. They don't even own the damn thing. It's a lease from Lincoln Financial. It's Dennis Collins that is most embarrassing. Nice going, Dennis. You're really doing it. Eric says, I fought off a homeless man for the New, uh, Miami, New Times for the best of Miami 2009. I could go online and get it, I guess. Or you could. Best TV anchor, Joel Connable, NBC6. Best TV reporter, Q McRae. Sportscaster, Kimba Bocamper. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Best FM radio personality, DJ Laz. AM, Victor T. Curry. Who, who's that, Victor T. Curry? Is that Bishop Curry? I, yeah, I don't On the know. Haitian station or something like that? They always do that esoteric kind of crap. That, that's not picked by the audience. That's picked by the staff at New Times. They always pick something artsy-fartsy or off-the-wall, you know, like that. Victor Curry. Are you Googling it? New Times? Uh, I am now. Best of 2009? See, that, that lists only the things that New Times is picking, not what the readers pick. Like their nose. Boz says there was a horse track on Route 12 in Michigan near Clinton. I never heard of Clinton, Michigan. Did you ever go there? How could I have ever gone there if I never heard of it? The restaurant is still there with all the pictures, but no more track. I don't have no idea what that is. Maybe somebody in the audience knows. Maybe we'll get an email or a phone call or something like that. WQAM, hello. Uh, yeah, buddy. Hey, man. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. 
Uh, the waves are gone from da the downtown area. The yeah. waves they've had. I don't know if anybody told you or not, but they're definitely hmm. gone. Wow. So maybe uh, Jolly Joe went up there and uh, peed on the Pete tower. Peed on the tower, there. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sir, I saw the movie Doubts. What? I saw the movie Doubts. And? That that Meryl Streep was amazing, and Philip, C., uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as well. Amazing job. Mm-hmm. That scene when it was the two nuns, and and they're like kind of questioning him. That was an intense scene. Oh yeah. And also when uh, when Meryl Streep was with the uh, the little boy's mother. Yeah, that's a great scene. Wow, that was amazing. A little predictable, but. As far as acting's concerned, I mean, out of the, the incredible, incredible. Okay, glad you enjoyed it. Thanks a lot, Pally. Have a great life. Hyman Rath says, I understand you have a vacation coming up. That's right, next week. And then it's out of the summer schedule. After everything that's gone on lately, you must really be looking forward to it. I'm sure Flea will try hard in your absence. I have one minor request. Can you do Wednesdays and Fridays instead? <laughs> I have a lot of crap going on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which makes it inconvenient for me to listen. Thanks in advance for your cooperation. The answer is absolutely no. not. No. See, the, the reason that the Tuesday and Thursday thing works so great is that every weekend you have a four-day weekend. You have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Isn't that something to look forward to? Something, that is nice. A reason to get out of bed in the morning and stay alive? Yeah. It's a good deal. Oh, if you cared about the show, if you cared about the show, you'd work from 10 to midnight. You uh, you do this, you yeah. Is there like is there like a staff psychiatrist in that building now now that you're in the new building? <laughs> yeah. a, sta- a staff shrink. There, I think you could use one. There I, is. I don't think it could hurt. No, there actually is. His name is Jack Daniels. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm calling from Connecticut on your toll-free line. Come on. Yeah. This is your old pal, the uh, UPS driver. Oh, no. Well, it goes to show you, nothing's perfect. That's Tony, the UPS driver, that I've blocked. I've, I've, I've done everything in my power to get rid of him, and I can't get rid of him. And he's calling now from Connecticut on the uh, toll-free line. See, there's, there's good things about that toll-free line, and then there's bad things, like the fact that people like him, like a bad penny, will keep resurfacing. Go away, Tony. Go elope with Randy, okay? God, just uh, just a hopeless groupie. That that's sad. That that saddens my day. It dampens my entire existence. Tony, the UPS driver from Connecticut. MySpace on the emails. I, I've blocked him everywhere I can conceivably do it. And now he's calling on the tool free line. But isn't that something? Maybe this is working nationwide, baby. All right. Hold it. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Especially if we get these lines to start rolling over. Let's not get crazy now. No, that would be that would be phenomenal. Then they will fear us. WQAM, hello. I'm sick. Uh huh. QAM, hello. I see. Hello. Yes, sir. Morning, Neil. Good morning. Hey, uh, is there any reason why you never give out your uh, your email address again, ever again? Because I'm old and feeble. Neil at neilrogers.com. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Cool, man. Hey, also, uh, I called the other day and... Uh, you didn't even uh, listen to what I said. And you just... Yes, oh, I okay. I wrote it down. Neil at neilrogers.com. Okay. I'm pretty quick, man. I You're quick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Neil, also, man, I called the other day and I asked for uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger... Uh, yeah, and I didn't play it then and I'm not playing it now either. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and AT and T wireless lines and toll free throughout the world. Wouldn't it be something we get a call like from Copenhagen? Yeah, or like from Oslo, or Stockholm, or Malmo. That would really be exciting. Or Amsterdam, something like that. That won't happen. But the fact that we're actually getting calls from like out of state, Tony, uh, the UPS guy. That's depressing, though. I, I may kill myself. Very, very depressing. First, when somebody said, I'm calling from Connecticut, I thought, boy, this is great. And then when he told me who it was, oh, no. Don't you understand? What part of go away don't you understand? What part of those two words don't you understand? If you're offended, good. That's the idea. And if you want to go away, just... Uh, go ahead. Yeah. You bug me. You're annoying. You're annoying. You were annoying on MySpace. You were annoying on the emails. And now you're annoying on the phone. I don't want to know from you. I don't want to smell you. Oh, here we go. Ed says, is this the new rating system you can't mention? Yes, it is. New age for radio, electronic audience measurement, yada, yada, yada. Thanks, Ed. That's it. That's the one. That's the one where they can't find our audience with a search party. Here's one that says, I wonder if these cat mutilations can be used for Santeria sacrifice. Here in Miami, this seems to be a common occurrence. We see, I used to see a lot of squirrels around the neighborhood, but lately I have seen only a handful. Maybe it's gotten so bad that these animals are being used for food. Sounds gross, but you never know. In any case, it's sick. If any of your listeners fall into this category, bite me, you sick bastards, it says. Bite me. Do people eat squirrel? <laughs> I guess if they're really hungry. No, seriously, do they like to cook it up and eat squirrel? Not that I know of. Certainly not vegetarians, I wouldn't think. No. Squirrels are uh, squirrels are cute, but they're often rabid. I told this to George, I think it was last year, and it's true, that my cab guy here in Toronto has got a pet squirrel out on the street. In other words, he, they, the cab drivers all know it by name. And it lets them come up to them and feed them you know, nuts and whatever and then pet them. Hmm. Don't you find that a little bit bizarre? A little bit. And maybe it's got rab eyes. A lot, a lot of squirrels are rabid. You do know that. Yeah, that's what my mom used to say. Really? Yep. Squirrels have rab eyes? How young is too young? Due to unforeseen circumstances during Sunday's MTV Movie Awards, our lawyers have advised us to clarify to our viewers when it is and is not appropriate to put your ass in someone's face. At a cheesy award show. At a funeral. At a frat party. At your mother-in-law's tea party. At movie theaters as you squeeze through the aisle to get to your seat. At the movie theater in line for popcorn at the concession stand. At your house, holding down your eight-year-old so you can flatulate in their face at your house holding down your eight-year-old's friend thank you and remember nothing on mtv is staged and the fact that we have multiple cameras available to perfectly cover unplanned events is purely coincidental 1117 let's have another shot at love what do you say Ugh. have you ever seen that yeah it's terrible if that isn't one of the worst shows in the history of uh, the subhuman race that's just absolutely na nauseating all those shows where they, oh, well, you're out, you're going home, we're sending you home, you're eliminated, you're uh, humiliated and degraded. Yeah, and that chick, uh, Tia Tequila, she's not even hot. No, she's nasty. She is truly nasty. Who the hell wants to touch her with, uh, with anybody else's hand? God. But that's, you know, fun for the feeble-minded. 
5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon AT&T wireless line. And that new all-over-the-world line is pretty exciting. 1-877-785-6345. So we had a call from Tennessee. We had one from Jacksonville. In this a momentous day? Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM. One thing about since we've got this new uh, phone thing, they don't they don't respond right away. Hello. Some jackass listening on the radio. Hello. Right. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil, I came up with a great way to get your ratings up. If you could play the long version of the bridge tender, it would really help. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, that would do it. That'd get the ratings zooming up there. Play. Let's play the bridge tender all day. Speaking of idiotic jerk. See the way line 8 and 11 ring. Right. But one of these days, you, you promised me, you said that one day um, they said that the phone company's going to ungapotchki this thing and all the lines are going to roll over and they're going to, like, uh, you know... Do amazing things. That's what I'm being told when I see it. QAM, hello. Calling from outer space. Where are you calling from, sir? Outer space. Outer space. Where, where is outer state? Is it going to the name? What? <laughs> yeah, outer state, my ass. No, he said outer space. Oh, outer space. I thought he yeah. said outer state. Oh, outer space, yeah. I believe that. Yeah, somewhere near Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes. Uh, you're working in Canada, too. What is it? Your your toll-free number is working in Canada. Where are you? Toronto. This isn't Adam Oshmuck, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, brother. Chronic. Yep. You're not in Toronto. <laughs> you're in Kitchener. I'm in Toronto for the summer. You're in Toronto for the summer? Yeah, and I'm coming down to Woodbine. Oh, boy. Oh, right, I was just about to say, stay away from Woodbine, Adam. Love you, Neil. See you. Okay, see you. That's what I'm afraid of. Adam Oshmuck. See, actually, we've only got like 20 people. There are 10... No, there are 20 emailers and 20 callers, and most of them are the same. So they're like maybe 10 people, including Tony, the UPS driver from Connecticut. Oh, that that just spoiled my whole day. This could have been a pretty good day. What would now that we find out what these uh, phone lines are working? Good experiment, eh? It was productive. You don't think? Yeah, for sure. Really productive. Not not as productive as though what you found with the um. Oh, no. Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Clem. Clem, whose last fake name I can't read on the air. Not saying I miss George, but he would have known the call from Tennessee was from me. I like George, but he was too monotone. But I will listen to him if he shows up on a station I can get on the Internet, says Clem. By the way, you and Flea are good together. You all make me laugh out loud, says Clem in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. That was him Hmm. on the phone. See what I mean? They're on the phone. They're on the email. They're on the email. They're on the phone. Blackie says, maybe somebody can get Joe Bell to dress up like a cat and roam the streets of South Florida. Half Flea, ask him what his favorite lollipop is. <laughs> oh, no. You wouldn't want to be doing that, would you? No. Shoving a lollipop in old Jolly Joe's. Rectum. That would be bad. Yeah. Even I would veto that deal. Oh, here's one from Jesus. There was a time when you made me laugh. I would change the station once you started your rant on religion. For that, I believe you are going to hell. But that's another story. 
I believe your show has been gutted by management, hence the ratings, and by now it might be too late for recovery. They will soon realize that George was a big part of the show. No offense to Mr. Flea. Maybe after they can can you, I believe they're setting you up, you'll realize you've been grossly overpaid over the years. Come back to work through a real radio show with George once again on another station. But you'll have to put your gay ego aside, take a substantial pay cut, and of course work the summers and accept two to three weeks paid vacation just like the rest of us. You've been warned, says JRC. Jesus. What exactly is gay ego? I don't know. I know, but I have one, according to him, according to Jesus. Hmm. Larry says, oh, no. Larry says, when the studios are moved, I'm sure that they're still using the same antennas to send the signal out. So when somebody says the signal is good, it's BS. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. What does that mean, Larry? This is probably the same Larry who's always telling me, oh, take a permanent vacation and don't come back and like that. That's got to be the same Larry. Because it's written, the signature is the same way. Just like you were saying you identified the uh, crap from P.D. Lenny. It's either from P.D. Lenny or it's from across the street. Right. So maybe uh, maybe Joe ought to call in all those, uh, Stu Gotts and Labaster and all those guys, have a big conference on it. What do you think on that, on that uh, email? Sure. WQAM, hello. Call from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. All right. Scary. Scary. And uh, Are you sure... Yeah. And I live in Annapolis, so yesterday was a big day because they had the Holocaust Museum saying the guy was living around the corner from me. So Really? Yeah, so, but you are getting in now. The phone was ringing with that funny busy signal for a long time, but then all of a sudden it was, you know, all of a sudden it was dialing. And I said, oh, gosh, maybe it's really going to go through. And it has. It's so good and to talk. And it did. Wow, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. And here you are. I'm, I'm a stone throw from the Capitol building, as a matter of fact. So I'll be damned. Well, don't start throwing those stones, man. No, not anymore. I used to in the prior. Yeah, the previous eight years, I, I wouldn't blame you, right? Now, so. Great okay, Pally, well, well, have a great day. Okay. Bye. See you around, eh? How do you like that from Washington, D.C.? Wow. We should start making like a map and put pins in it, you know? If this, if this thing's really going to work. Yeah. All over the country. Now, do you think this is costing them an arm and a leg? If they find out this is, they're getting billed, you know, long distance on it, I think that's what happened originally. Oh, I shouldn't be talking about this. Uh-oh. I think originally... It was supposed to be a nationwide. That's why we put it on the website. We're nationwide, baby. And then, I mean, this goes back some years. And then when Greg Reed found out that they were getting billed for the long-distance uh, charges from all these, uh, all, uh, and then all of a sudden it was no longer a nationwide, baby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I said it real quietly. Don't don't say it out loud, please. They might have a change of heart. WQAM, hello. Hello, is this Neil Rogers? Yes, sir. Hi, I have an exciting opportunity for you. We are offering our um, repeat customers uh, 500 Yeah, okay, good. WQAM, hello. QAM. I hear you breathing, barely. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Okay, sir. Does Hialeah count as out of the country? Yes. Okay. Counts as a foreign country, yes. <laughs> when I was in uh, when, I was in, when I was in Toronto, those black squirrels, they got balls because I was sitting right there in front of uh University of Toronto having lunch. Yeah. That sucker came up, grabbed the French fries out of my uh plate there and hauled ass, Neil. Oh those yeah, they're real friendly, squirrels. man. The black squirrels, right. Those black squirrels, never seen them before, but whatever. All right, guys. Take care. Okay, see ya. Oh. Yeah, we got a lot of black squirrels here. I don't think uh, you have black squirrels in Florida, do you? Not that I've seen. I'll be damned. 
Oh, speaking of that, there's Ray Nagin. He was released yesterday. Chinese authorities... No longer quarantined. They're letting him go back to Nalians, Ray Nagin and his wife. Hmm. What a knucklehead. I mean, if there's anybody dumber on the face of the globe than Ray Nagin, he must be working at QAM. 25 past 11 at 560 WQAM... Floridians, dumb as dirt. What are you doing? Oh, I'm producing comedy bits that uh, won't get on the air. Cutting edge would be too funny, huh? They won't hear cutting edge no more. They're too scared. Ain't nobody been in contact with you about what's going on about uh, anything? Not anymore. Not a peep. Then what do you do? Uh, I just keep joining out what passes to be comedy these days. Take a current hit karaoke, uh, just change the lyrics with a couple of very safe words. Like, uh, it's cold outside, so as you say, uh, hey, it's cold outside. Or if it's hot outside, uh, well, then you say, uh, wow, it's really hot outside. Funny, huh? No. Well, you can always uh, mix random audio drops over that old Todd Rundegren song. Bang the drum. Yeah, bang this. <laughs> so that's it? Yeah, pretty much. Outside of taking a daily headline and repeating it over and over and over again. Or you can just uh, rattle off celebrity names, desperately straining for a laugh. Yeah, well. Now cop a heel and scram, bub. Yeah. Oh, that was it? I was just Googling New Times. Oh, yeah, I was on that. And? And, yeah, the AM personality is that reverend guy. As picked by New Times. Yeah, I don't see the reader's poll, though. I don't think it's available yet. Sure it is. Uh, under, underneath, in each category, it says it's got their choice, and underneath, reader's choice. Hmm, I don't see that. Look at this. Reader's choice, best restaurant in Broward, High Life Cafe. Wow. One of our fine sponsors. Yeah, they're good. How do you like that? Now, where do you find the uh, radio crap? I was in Diversions. Yeah, I bet you were. Yeah, DJ Laz, best FM radio personality, which is good. I like Laz. He's cool. But AM is a little weird. Bishop, and what does it say? Bishop Victor T. Curry, as one of Miami's most influential African-American <laughs> leaders, Bishop Victor T. Curry, has his hands full... Promoting the interests of his flock and tending to his uh, empire. However, he is sets aside time every day to directly interact with his followers as he hosts the Morning Glory <laughs> Show, <laughs> 6 to 10 a.m. on WMBMAM. Wow. Oh, but what You're you really. For glory hole. Yeah, what you really want to catch, though, is Tuesday Talk. Which airs yeah. at 9.30 a.m. And again, mm -hmm. uh, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, that's where he really shines. It's just silly crap. Yeah. Just silly crap. That's the editors of New Times. The fake Doug says, George is missed just today, just last night, just this morning. Flea is okay, even though he sounds like a little kid, even with all the bass you have on the equalization. Mm. Do we have a lot of bass on the equalization? I think so. He got my vote when he said he loves to do drugs. Neil, I was told a Gary Morgan worked for you. Did you know he died? I never heard of Gary Morgan. Did you? No. I didn't know he died, and I didn't know him. Here's one from Brewster. I'm an airline pilot flying for a major cargo airline. I'm currently in Shanghai and will be listening over the next two weeks from all over Asia, in the Middle East and Australia. I've turned a few of my fellow pilots into Neelys. I miss George. However, I do like Flea, and you will always be my God, Neil God. Wow. Licky, licky. Brewster from Naples. 
And the past caller was right. The Cubans invade 560 in the Naples area. Oh, Flea last week could see where the online listeners were listening from, what countries, etc. Can you check to see me listening from China? Etc. That was you, not me. Yeah, that was me. And uh, it doesn't uh, show where you're listening from. It just shows... It shows where people are logged on from. So, in other words, they might be requesting things or voting on the poll, or they might be listening. Mm -hmm. That's the domain statistics. I mean, it's not really compelling, but if you want to kill some really good time, the domain report, we could do this and make it a regular segment every day. Of course, then across the street, oh, we've got 80 million people listening in China, and we've got 40 million people. Yeah, you got squat. Keep trying to talk yourselves into, like, being a real radio station. Let's see. India. We've got 81 people in India. Hmm. Nine, 72 people in the Solomon Islands. I don't think there are that many people live in the Solomon Islands. <laughs> Probably my relatives. 192 in Brazil. Not listening, but, you know, again, like I said, involved in some way or another with the website. Four in Mexico. 31 in Pakistan. 31 in the U.K. Oh, brother. Two in the Netherlands. One in Sweden, and a whole, a whole bunch of others. Austria, France, you name it. Singapore, Italy, Yenemsville. And right now on WQAM.com, 446 people. Whoa! As compared to how many at uh, 8 o'clock this morning? Uh, let's see. 8 o'clock was 139. Oh, my God. That's because Drew Rosencrantz was on that hour. No, he was on the 9 o'clock hour. He's enough to drive me away, I'll tell you that. And then when he goes into that 17-minute spot, oh. You know, I, I don't know about you. Have you ever heard of that before, having guests on the air that bring their own commercials? No. On a radio show? I mean, not that we don't want the revenue. We'll, we'll take anything. Anybody got a couple of dimes? Throw them through the door, okay? Yeah. We'll take them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I just never heard of something like that quite before. WQAM, Hello. In fact, maybe that's a deal. Maybe if George Goy, he's got these sponsors lined up, maybe he can get his own segments on the station. There you go. WQAM, hello. This is the Archbishop McCarthy caller from the... Yeah, okay, good. From the other side. Boy, talk about bad, phony accents. My yeah. God. That could have been worse. No, that could not have been worse. WQAM, hello. Yeah, now that you can't afford Boca Brian and Georgia's gone, now your show really sucks, you old Okay, smart. thanks for listening, though. Thanks for listening. Thanks. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and AT&T wireless line. And, of course, all over the world, one. How did that line two ring with that uh, solicitor on there, that broad with the bed? That's a good question. I mean, it must have its own number. I would think so, because obviously she wasn't dialing an 877 number, I wouldn't think. She thought she was calling the Miami area, so she probably dialed a 305 or something like that. It had to be. 786, maybe? No, no, not 786. 785-6346. See what happens when you dial it. One. Or, or wait a minute. Dial it without the one and the 877. Just dial 785-6346. 785 6346. And let's see if that line two rings. If it does, oh! we're on to something. I don't see it ringing. Do you hear you getting a, a ring? Let me see. Take my headphones off. No, call cannot no. be completed. Well, okay, now try one. Oh, hang on. This is pretty uh, compelling. One, eight, seven, seven. 
I don't think it's going to ring. But she had some number that she got through on with that bed, with that contour, uh, that p a button you push, it goes up, it goes down, it goes... It's ringing on my end. It is, but it's not ringing on the phone. And it's a weird ring, too. Is it? Yeah. How weird is it? It's like... WQAM, hello. Not there on line one. We just lost somebody in Ashtabula, no doubt. I'll be damned. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I haven't listened to you just so long. I, I, man, I got my wife's van and there's another satellite. And I said, oh, my God, Neil's still on the air. Yeah. By the way, it's, uh, why don't you go on satellite? I mean, they, they have faggot radio on satellite. It, it, yeah. you, you have a big radio. You have a big radio. Yeah, faggot radio. Like yeah. Okay, blow it out your ass. Why don't you go on satellite? Okay, let me uh, hop on it. Over and over again with these idiotic, why don't you go on satellite? Oh, okay, just I'll walk out the door and I'll go on it. I'll go up on the roof and see maybe there's a dish up there. And he's got a wife. Isn't that sad? QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay, sir. I'm enjoying the show, but i got to ask you, what's going on with this 790 Civil War? There is no civil war, sir. They're, they're, I no, guess they're looking for publicity. They have a civil know, war going on over there. Yeah, they, they're I, the I, ones that are they're fighting a war amongst themselves. Right. Lebetard was ripping the Sedano show yesterday, I guess. Yeah, oh, was what he? was all yeah. that about? Can you sum that up in a nutshell for me? What was all what about? Uh, Lebetard just trying to, like, I don't know, write some coattails or make something where there's not... Let, let me give that. you a one-word answer, okay, sir? Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Crap. That's the answer. <laughs> A bunch of contrived crap. Even Mr. Ego would be embarrassed. Oh, he was ripping Sedano? Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Jorge Sedano, that horrible morning show they got? I thought George was going to be on that morning show. I guess. I thought. I don't know. But I guess not. 563 votes on the poll. Religion is blank. A man-made crutch for weak people. 180. A bunch of crap, 150. A lot of crap going around. Not very important in my life, 111. Moderately important in my life, 87. Very important in my life, 55. We don't have a lot of real religious folks out there. Can't imagine why. This is the, the place where the heathens meet and greet. Holy cow, Aaron's coming. All right. Forty-five at five sixty WQ, and we got some heavy-duty crap came in during that break, including one from the real Walter Sabo. Really, and the food is here. Oh, that's right. We got the uh, Hard Rock Cafe coming up in uh, fifteen minutes. Yep. And what do they bring you? I haven't seen it yet. They're setting it up in the other room. All right. Anyway, TR says spy report. I'm a long-time listener, but wanted to give you my story on Victor Curry. 
First, he's a Baptist minister from Hollywood, Florida. Didn't I say Bishop Curry? You did. When I uh, when uh, somebody sent that name in, it says I'm originally from the same neighborhood, and Curry is eight years older than I am. As a poor kid at Hallandale Middle, Curry literally was a role model for us as teens. He was not yet a minister. He's great in the community, and the show is not about religion so much as it is about assistants, doctors, credit counselors, lawyers, other professionals frequent the show, giving free advice to callers who otherwise may not have had access. Hello, doctor. I have blue lips, doctor. What could I do? Oh, boy. I can tell you, Neil, he's one of the good guys out there, not an agitator, although an activist. And then it's got a spy report. Mm-hmm. It says, yes, LeBastard was talking again yesterday about the show, but I'm fairly certain that Stu Gatz is really the person trying to initiate a feud. LeBastard, however, did say that your time has come and gone. He was stating that your show has for a long time benefited from a flawed system and further that the new system is flawed, but it no longer allows you to hide. Hmm. Well, what does that mean, no longer allows you to hide? I don't know. Hawk, the producer, also stated that only 400 listeners online was nothing compared to the fact that their show has thousands. Right. The question I have is whether the listeners you announce are listening from WQAM or from the NeilRogers.com, or is that the same? No, they're not the same numbers. The ones on uh, NeilRogers.com is a total number who've listened, uh, logged on that day. Right. As opposed to the WQAM.com, which tells you how many people are listening at a given hour. Every 10 minutes. Oh, every 10 minutes? Yeah. They've got thousands of people listening online. I don't believe it. No, I don't either. Any more than I believe. In fact, I w I'll challenge them right now if they want to get into a, a peeing contest about who's got what. I challenge them right now on their poll, whatever. Do they do a poll every day? I don't know. I have no idea. Show the numbers like we do, like we have for years. Show how many votes you have on there instead of percentage like uh, like Jimmy Syphilis does, you know, on IOD. They show the percentage. Well, the percentage could be like 50 votes. It could be 50,000. It could be anywhere in between. You know what I'm saying? I do. Let's see if they have a poll. I'm going to their website right now. They go to their uh, website and see if they're running a poll, and I would challenge them to put the numbers on there and show them to the uh, people going on the website. Let's see. Eric says, LeBaster didn't rip Sedano. He opened the phones to all listeners who had problems with the way the station has changed, and a couple of callers mentioned how bad the morning show was. It was Dan and Hawk who were talking people off the ledge, saying people react to change no matter what. Okay, they have a poll. It's yes. the Sedano poll of the day. What is Rex Ryan's favorite buffet? And it gives you a list of buffets. Oh. So I voted for Ponderosa. I hit vote, and all it says is a percentage. There's no count of how many votes they right. have. Right, exactly. So what the hell does that prove? Nothing. When when somebody puts a percent, talk about hiding, LeBastard. When somebody just puts percentages on a poll, that means they're hiding the actual numbers of votes. By the way, Sizzler is winning with 31%. And are, am I supposed to care about that? No. And who who is this we're talking about? Rex Ryan. He's the new head coach of the Miami, um, excuse me, Miami, the uh, New York Jets. And why do we care about that? There's a big feud between Rex Ryan and the Miami Dolphins right now and Channing Crowder. Yeah. That's about it. That is so sad. And I thought our poll about religion today was bad. We've done it a million times before. But you know what? Compared to that, that that's almost as good as paper or plastic. Not quite. <laughs> Maybe they'll be doing that one tomorrow. There's one for you, Jorge. Paper or plastic? Real or spastic? Anyway, speaking of spastic, Walt Sabo is back again. Oh, no. The new rating method. Hi, Neil. Here's how the new system works. And it doesn't mention what it's called, so I guess I can read this. A 40-year-old male with a beeper-like device gets driven to work every day by his girlfriend. It's a 20-minute commute, and she has the coast on the radio. He then gets to work and turns on Neil Rogers. Oh, he's the one. 
He's sitting at his desk for four minutes when the office manager calls him, uh, her, uh, him, what is it? Calls him in her office to order supplies. This takes 15 minutes. Light FM is in her office. He then leaves and goes back to his desk to listen to Neil's rants. After four minutes, the shipping guy walks in to tell him about a new car that was recently bought. The two go for a drive for 10 minutes while Big 105.9 is blasting through the speakers. Big 105 is blasting Aerosmith through the speakers. Well, that's good. I'd listen to that. The target 40-year-old male then goes back to the desk to listen to Neil for three minutes until a, a worker invites him to lunch at Subway. He gets in the car for a 10-minute drive with Hot 105 tearing up the subwoofers. He gets to Subway and waits in line as Kiss is on the radio store. As a result, the subject's been exposed to Coast, Light, Big, and Coast again, or Kiss. WQM will not register as the exposure beeper is less than five minutes. Oh, how do you like that? Sounds right. It says, here's what a station can do. Create a partnership with Subway, Publix, Winn-Dixie, Haircuttery, DMV, others to have your station aired in the respective stores. Keep in mind that most beeper holders will be exposed to the stations by default. Let me know if I can be a further assistance, says Walt. Oh, this is definitely per your buddy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's informative. That, now, that was, that's the first time anybody since this whole crap started sent me anything that was informational, useful, uh, you know. So that's how it works. And since he was listening and wanted to listen to this show, but he was listening for less than five minutes... Total, it didn't register at all. Right. Well, how do you like that? Evan says it's amazing how many people you uh, are writing you about what LeBastard's saying on a show. Yeah, I've had three. Three. Before he goes ahead and tries to make this point. Why aren't they listening to Mandage when he's on? And then he says it's because Mandage's show sucks. He can't call a spade a spade when talking about how he screwed the, how screwed the new rating system is, Neil. I definitely don't believe your numbers can be that low, but at the same time, there's no way managers as close to LeBastard's as the new rating system suggesting. Anyway, while I'm in my mid-30s, everyone I know between their mid-20s to mid-30s listens to LeBastard during late afternoon because I was introduced to his show by them. I used to listen to Mandage until Ira Windbag, as you call him, and equally boring sports people started to be on Mandage's show every day. You see that? That's what they've done to him. They've butchered his show with those guests. And Mad Dog's the one who always said, guests are terminal, they're terrible. And he's right. It says, you and LeBastard equally rip people and ask whether they need it and also are not sports shows. LeBastard show doesn't even allow people to call and say pleasantries like, hey guys, how's it going and so forth. A montage of samples and bits cuts the collar off when they start their calls in a boring manner. It's a fresh show and yours has taken a hit without George. Oh boy. Mm, shot at me. Just real, huh? You're not fresh. No. You freshy ting. Just realize that both your stations suck except for you on your station and LeBastard across the street. Although when you leave for the summer, your show will suffer more without George, says Evan. Taking a couple of little shots at you there. That's okay. And as far as the number of people we've had about it, you know, I mean, he's got his audience over there. That's the deal. And so when people hear stuff, I mean, it goes back and forth. It's always been that way. That's what talk radio is. Uh, that's part of it. The Yenta Factor. Oh, did you hear what this one said about you? And like I said last week, back in the day when we had four talk stations, not sports, but regular topical talk stations going at the same time, WIOD, WGBS, WINZ, and WNWS. Wow. The Yenta factor was unbelievable. Oh, well, uh, David Gould just had somebody call and say that you're a piece of crap and your show is boring. And then, then they would call David Gould and say the same thing. Somebody just called Neil Rogers and said you suck, you know, like that. Yenta factor, and boy, in South Florida... I always said that I wanted to open up my own business called Renta Yenta. <laughs> you have no shortage in South Florida, man. Yeah. Everybody involved in talk radio, either on the air or listening, is a Yenta. Pa 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 p
So more power to them over there, okay? Let, let them do their thing. Keep convincing everybody that they've got 80 zillion people listening and they get 80 trillion people listening online, et cetera, and so on. Mm-hmm. On our, and I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I'm not making the numbers up. On my website, we have between 700 and 1,000, uh, 700 and 1,100 people listen every day online. And on the, on the QAM website, what, what is it by the end? How, how do you know what it is by the end of the day? Because that's not a cumulative number. That's just a at-that-time number? It shows me every 10 minutes. Yeah. Every time it seems around 12, 12, 10 is the highest number. And it's, yeah. it's close to 500. Around 500 every day. At any given time? At that time. But that's not cumulative. No, it's not. I don't think it has the, uh, the ability so, to look So let's just make it up like they do over there. We've got 40 billion people listening. It's just that at any given time, there's only 500 on QM.com. Yeah, that number could be a couple thousand, but at right. that time, it's only 500. Right. Now, is there no way to tell the cumulative number? You know, there may be. I'll have to get with Jen Pudsey because she's the expert on this system. I'll find out. Jen what? Pudsey. Pudgy? A little bit. Is Jen Pudgy? I love Jen. She's cool. I know Jen. Do I know Jen? I think you do. I know one Jen. Well, I don't know. There's so many, so many people. You know, that, that spinning door down in the. Uh, I've well, never been in that building. There's huh? Jenny who writes your checks. Right. And oh, then, she doesn't write the checks. Well, she sends it out. She mails them out. Right. That's Jenny. Thanks, then, Jenny. We got it on time this week down there. Thank you. And then there's Jen who used to be continuity, but now she's over in the web department. Oh yeah, I know Jen. Yeah. She's she's nice. Very cool. She's nice peoples. Well, anyway, we're getting a whole lot of numbers and a lot of really compelling stuff here. The thing from Walter Sabo was very, very revealing. Why, why couldn't we just be told this in a rational, calm way in the beginning as opposed to, oh, gee, you're number 24 in your demo. Oh, yeah, we got to change the whole show. We got to, uh, and instead of that, wouldn't that have been a much more adult and rational way to approach it as opposed to histrionics? I mean, when Walter Sabo starts making sense to me, that tells me a lot right there. You know what I mean? I do. And so now we learn how this thing works. So what we're telling you is listen to QAM all the time, no matter where you go. If they've got some other radio, just run away from it. Oh, no, I don't want that reg register in my pocket and my Rectum. ass, you know. And keep that thing very firmly between your cheeks, because if it slips out, then, then we all lose. Anyway, guess what we got coming up in less than four minutes? What? Neil's deals. Neil's deal. Now, what are you eating? Nothing yet. I have to go over there and get it, so break whenever you want. <laughs> this is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. G is for the ghastly things it can do. U is for ugly rednecks who own more than two. N is for the NRA that wants your friends to die today. S is for the sedentary, pasty inbreds buying any guns. That phallic symbol pleases you. Guns supplement your teeny mushroom. Your gun today to kill some kids for the NRA. Guns were made for schmucks like you. G is for the gory things you can do. U is undereducated inbred goons. N is for the NRA that's 
31 certificates so far. Wow. And who have you got there from Hard Rock Cafe? Well, they're bringing them down right now. We have the uh, general managers coming in to talk about the Daily Bread Food Bank event they got going on Sunday, which is what we've been doing this auction for all this week. Right. To raise some money for the Daily Bread Food like Bank. Like I said, we've sold 35 already. And in like we have minutes. Scott in here now to talk a little bit about the event on Sunday. How are you doing, Scott? Neil? How are you doing? Great. So what's going on Sunday and what time? Well, all day Sunday, the Hard Rock is uh, doing 71-cent legendary burgers for all our civil servants out there in South Florida. Our way is just saying thank you for fighting fires and taking care of us with the police force. Any guest that comes out with a five-pound donation to the Daily Bread Food Bank will also get a chance to get a 71-cent burger. Excellent. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, it's uh, Bruce Springsteen's 25th anniversary of the Born in the uh, USA album, and we've got uh, special Bruce Springsteen shirts going on sale, and a big portion of those T-shirts will benefit uh, World Hunger Year as well. So a lot of cool Beauty. stuff going on at the Hard Rock. Good work, Scott. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Neil. And thanks for the food from Fleet, too. What are you eating? Um, well, they brought in a lot of great stuff. They brought in a, a Mediterranean pasta, which is like linguine with uh, artichokes, capers, Oh, that's right. You're peppers. not eating the burgers because you don't eat the meat. Oh, right, what a waste. They, I what know. What a waste. They brought in a legendary burger, 10-ounce burger topped with uh, you know the, the regular toppings and, and also onion rings on top of that. And they brought in an 18-ounce T-bone. Ooh. I might steal the baked potato, though. Serve me the baked potato. 41, by the way, so far. Nice. Yeah, the we food there is... 84 to go, though. we got a total of 125 certificates. I beg your pardon? I've been to the Hard Rock Cafe a few times because I go there to hang out. I've been and, there many uh, times. The I food is it. good there. Yes, it is. Never had a bad meal there at all. One of my favorite things at the Hard Rock Cafe is in the food court, the Hot Fudge Sunday. Yeah, and at the Hard Rock Cafe, they have a mac and cheese. Oh, so good. Really? I'm, I'm a mac and cheese freak, yeah. Well, of course, because you're not eating any meat. It would be really much better with some ground beef in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> or, or some uh, bacon bits. Oh, yeah. Nothing like mac and cheese with a little ground beef. 80, we've sold uh, 20 and uh, 20, 45 already. Yeah, and they gave me one of the uh, Bruce Springsteen 25th anniversary shirts. Very cool. Well, I tell you, you, you never uh, dreamed you're going to get all these perks for working the show for free. Huh? I know. Just the perks alone make it worthwhile. Not. Now, wait till you hear some of these emails that are coming in now. Oh, they, these are just hysterical. These are, they're so funny that they're enough to make you cry. Although, let's take this call first. QAM, hello. Yeah, there's a website you can go to. It's called uh, WebsiteOutlook.com. You can check how many people visit the site. Yeah. I just checked it. It says uh, you guys get around 5,000 hits a day. Wrong. Yeah. 5,000? No, we get yeah, like almost 200,000. No, no, you can go, go to that. Website outlook.com and check, but I think you guys get it. Well, let me ask you this. Well, Why would I need to go to some some website when I can find on our own site, when I have the statistics from our own site? What do I need to go to that for? Well, I think the number he's giving you is unique users, so it's 5,000 new people. What? Like, there's unique users, and then there's page hits. And you might be looking at page hits, which would give you the couple hundred thousand, but no, the 5,000 no, 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 might no, no, be no. unique. For pay there's two numbers. Okay. Calm down. Okay, I got excited. Sorry. This is an area of expertise. There aren't too many things in the world that I know, but this is one of them. Okay? Mm hmm We have two statistics. Well, we have a whole bunch of them. Distinct host served, which tells you how many different individual people have been on there. And then there's request for pages and hits. For example, today we've had 72,270 requests, which is hits, on the, on the site. And by the end of the day, we'll have between 150 and 200,000. We got it? I do. And the number of people listening on neilrogers.com so far today, 481. 
But that's that's all day. That's since 10 o'clock. And we sold 50 certificates already. All right. Well, you keep your eye on that. we got still 75 to go. What a shame you can't eat that fantastic burger. That really pisses me off. Yeah, and the pasta looked really good. Well, you can eat the pasta, right? Yeah, I just got to take the shrimp off of it. Oh, you don't eat shrimp either? You don't even eat seafood? Nope. Oh, God, what a boring life. You have got to be kidding me. Anyway, here from the fake Barry Jackass. <laughs> My sources at 790 say Sid will start on WQAM in September. 790 is making a play for the Big O. The guys are pissed off, expect an on-air bloodbath this afternoon. Really? Expect an on-air bloodbath. Sounds like they're looking for a promo. Sounds pretty boring. Sounds contrived to me. Yeah, a little bit. Website, what is it? Websiteoutlook.com? During the break, I'm going to check that. And what do you do? You just type in the website? Are you Googling it now? Are you checking it out? Yeah, what am I looking for? Websiteoutlook.com. This is exciting. Yeah. I'm still looking. Not compelling, though. Oh, I found it. I found the website. And? Let's see. Oh, you need to... Wow, 20, oh, you got to log in. What, 53. We've sold 53 certificates already. Yeah, and you got to log in, too. you got to log in? It looks like you need to set up an account. Let me try, though. Oh. Uh. How boring. Like I said, uh, if they want to show us on the poll exactly well, how many votes they got, that would be really revealing, okay? But it's a lot easier to sit back and say, oh, we, uh, Sedano's got 48,000 votes on his poll every day, and you guys have only got, you know, 800. Right. Like I said, and this, they've, they've been doing this from the beginning, from day one since they went on the air, talking themselves into success. Not having it, talking themselves, pretending they got it. Wow. 54. I, I really don't know what I'm looking at here, but it says NeilRogers.com traffic mm-hmm. history. Uh, time range one month, traffic rank, blah, blah, blah. Total reach 879,453. Total page view ranks. Uh, who care? I don't know what they're ranking it against, though, but reach rank. I don't, I don't, I don't really know what I'm looking at. I'm looking at all these numbers. And that, I can't that's really the ranking, 879. You know, we used to be at one, one, when we had the beaded curtain, we used to be in the top 10,000. That's how many hits we used to have. It says daily page view, 1,235. No. Nah, I don't know. Who knows how accurate this is? Where, where are they getting that from? No idea. From their ass? 70, so we've sold uh, 55. we got 70 left for Hard Rock Cafe. Just go to WQM.com and click on it. $50 certificate 25 bucks. 605 votes on the poll. That's not too shabby. Oh, no, you're lying about that. Okay, whatever you say. We lie about everything. We've got 48 million votes. Oh, Stormy (laughs) again. Stormy's back. I want your ratings to rocket to the top. Talk more sports and Stormcat stuff. Those pocket meters will rocket to the top when Stormcat vibrate with the sound of sports. No way. Go away, Stormy. Fake or real. It says, I've been listening to your show for about five years now, thanks to my husband. I personally never cared for George. I would find the show boring when you're not there. So I can't say that I'll miss him. I also listen to Dan LeBastard. I love the show, but I also find it boring when he's not there. And Stu Gotts is the one hosting the show. Stu Gotts hosts the show when he's not there? Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, it's bad. Just like George, I find Stu Gotts is better than, is just better when Dan is there than opposed to hosting the show alone. 
Let me say it again. Stugat should not be allowed to utter a word on the air. That, that's not an opinion. That's a fact. He's coma-inducing. Embarrassing. Although I'm a fan of both the shows, I didn't agree with the rant that Dan had on the show about your show. Honestly, I think your show as well as Dan's show is what makes each station successful. I only listen to 560 during your show as well as I only listen to 790 during Dan's show. Finally, to close up my email, I really miss you the day you decide to retire and 560 will lose a listener as well, says Johanna from Miami. Well, thanks, Johanna. Oh, Fersky is back. Hey, Neil, has Flea ever given his reason for eating veggies? Just curious. Veggies are yummy, and cats are just, are great, just misunderstood. Yeah, they're misunderstood. You've already gone through that thing about why you're a vegetarian? Yeah. You don't want to kill animals? You're not killing them. I mean, somebody else did it a long time ago, you know what I mean? That's true. And the food's been sitting somewhere in a supermarket getting rancid and putrid and... Well, there's another good reason why not to eat it. What? There's another good reason why I don't well, eat it. Well, I got news for you. Vegetables gets all kind of crud on it, too, mister. Let me tell you right now, yeah. mister, I think I'm holier than thou and everybody else. <laughs> Vegetables gets all kinds of stuff, and it gets all them insects in there, man, all them beetles and stuff. Wow, all those little thing creatures look like fleas. Don't take it personal unless you want to. Now, are you keeping your eye on that um, Neil deal? I am. It's uh, back to 71. Oh, so we had one come back. Well, let me put it this way. We've got a long way to go. You're a bastard. First, let me be clear. I am gay. I have been gay. Gay. Furthermore, I love sex. Because of that, I will seek inappropriate conduct at the Minneapolis airport or anywhere else. Gay. Again, I am gay. Gay. And I should have told my family and my friends about it. I should not have kept my wife because I am gay. I'm coming out today. I hope you appreciate my openness to all of you. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. Look at that. He's got an open Rectum. door. 1217 at 560 WQM. You don't have to go through that whole website. You can just go to Alexa. Oh. Go to Alexa. And we are really sucking wind, man. We're like number 890,000, like you said, on that other thing. That's what that was. Okay. Yeah. That, that's the ranking. I got you. Of the site as compared to all the other sites online. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. We used to be in the top 10,000, I'm telling you. Oh. And the reason that we uh, aren't there anymore is because we lost a humongous percentage. It's got nothing to do with how many people are listening. It's got to do with how many people are checking your website out every day. And if there's no new chicks on there, forget it. I so noticed about be... 23% of uh, people that hit your site are in Mexico. Yeah, I see that. And a whole bunch of others in Canada, including me and Adam Oshmuck. Yeah. But at any rate, that's going to be your assignment now. Okay. While I'm on vacation this next week, we're going to recreate the beaded curtain, only we have to be very careful how we do it. You can't put nude pictures on there of um, uh, unless you have verification of the age of the uh, person when the picture was taken. In other words, they got to be over 18. Okay. So if you, if you have nude pictures of celebrities, for example, who we know are over 18 and there's no debate about it, you can put them on there. Oh, I can find those. Well, there you go. So let's bring back the beaded curtain with a different chick every day. That's what we used to do. And the, you, you will see the volume of hits on there just goes zooming up through the sky, through the roof. They're not kicking ass over there across the street either, although actually their their number is better than ours. 
See, I could lie about it and say, oh, we're, yeah, but I, I don't make things up. Where there are numbers available in black and white and it can be verified, what's the point of lying about it? That's why they don't want to show how many votes they got, because then it's in black and white and they can't make up a story. Casey says, if the powers that be put sit on the air at WQM, they clearly are trying to sink the station once and for all. It's like the old Paul Newman movie, Slapshot, where the whole plan is to get rid of the whole team. That has to be a rumor, but from Sid's agent, who must be desperate by now. In closing, Sid sucks, do not put him on the station, says Casey. Your take? Well, the fake Johnny Dolan says, or I'm sure it's the real one. I'm on my way to the Marlins game with my portable radio tuned to WQAM. Does the volume need to be tuned up? <laughs> if I sit next to 300 people, will the beeper go off as a result? <laughs> it says, hey, hey, up and rolling with Johnny Dolan. Oh, yeah, it's him. Silly person. Yeah, crank it up to 560, Johnny. And everybody else out there, wherever you go with your uh, portable uh, thing. We sold your... 73 certificates. Well, that's pretty good. So yeah. that means we got 27 and 25, 52 left. 52, yep. Well, so we're doing okay. It's only 12:20. I mean, when you got 125 to start, it takes a while to pedal them all. But everybody knows the food is great at Hard Rock, and uh, what's not to like? Oh, these are my favorite emails. Dearest one, compliments of the day. How are you doing, dearest one? That means it's a spam. Dearest one, we've got 78 million kajillion dollars over here waiting for you. All you got to do is give us your name and your date and your birth date and your shoe size and etc. Social security number, just a few minor things. <laughs> Bank routing number. Right. I would have thought that now that our it's out of the bag that we can take calls from all over the country on that toll-free number, I'd have thought we'd have more action on line one, although I haven't been paying any attention to it. Maybe it's been ringing. Maybe Tony, the UPS guy from Connecticut, would call back. Let's hope not. Don't ever call us again, Tony. Just go away. Don't go away, Matt. Go away already. What does it take when somebody says go away? What does it take to get the message to you that they don't want to talk to you? They don't want to confabulate with you. They don't want to email with you. They just want you to leave them alone. Leave me alone, Tony. 1-877-785-6345. We had a call from Adam Oshmuck in Toronto. Wasn't that exciting? He could have called me on my home phone for free. Yeah, just think about that. WQAM, hello. Yeah, man, listen, my my lock of the week is Sid will be there come opening day kickoff, man. I guarantee you. So, I mean, I'm not going to be listening, but I guarantee you he's well, going to be on the radio. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why won't I be listening? Yeah. Dude, because he sucks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for the report. There's a spy report. Sid sucks. There you WQAM, go. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Where are you? I am uh, in West Palm, Florida. Oh, I'll be damned. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, I just wanted to talk to you about uh, poor old George sitting at home collecting a paycheck. Or a, not a paycheck, but an unemployment check. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about what? About George out of work? Not good. Not good, huh? No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Have a good day. Okay, how do I feel about it? Well, what what kind of a question was that? I don't know. But I got I'm that a party in my pants. I, who knows what he's talking about? Just just want to hear the sound of his own voice. I have that That's song okay. that uh, your buddy did. The George needs a job song. The one oh, I said. Did you listen to it? Yeah, it's you know. Well, a little it, later on. Yeah, it's well produced. 
The fake Greg Budell says, I told you Walt Sable was listening, didn't I? Sirius still wants you for Howard 101 via simulcast replay. We'll pay 50 grand a year. Reply <laughs> back to Walter if interested. Simulcast replay? Why the hell would, why would they want this show replayed on satellite? As watered down as it is. I mean, isn't the whole idea of being on satellite that you have no restrictions? Yeah. That you're unjoiced? Reply back to Walter for the same old crap, fake Greg Budell, on and on and on with the baloney. Just more and more baloney. Slice it real thin. You can't eat it, though. Kevin says that caller was correct about LeBastard ripping the morning show over there. It reminds me of you, how you ripped the rest of your station shows. I tried listening to that morning show uh, over there for a few minutes. The other day, my God, he's right. Hands down, the worst thing I've ever tried to listen to in my life. The morning show across the street. Joe has nothing to worry about in the morning, that's for sure. Hoping Flea can hold on the 4th of summer. I have my doubts, says Kevin. <laughs> How do you like that? How do you like a guy that goes on the air and rips his own station? Hmm. What kind of a jackball would do that beside me? I don't rip our own station. I mean, you know. Are you sure? That if, if they want to talk to the same ten callers every day, that's their business. I'm not going to interfere. Mary says, I miss George, but Flea seems to be doing about doing all right. We need a picture of him on your website. Well, put that on there, too. Okay. Get the beaded curtain going and then uh, get your picture on there. And make sure that with no screw-ups with that beaded curtain now. Let's not put anybody on there who's, like, just turned 19 last week or something like that. Well, here's something from Boz, Florida, the FDA. Why do I care about this? Why in the world do I care about this, Boz, who usually sends me good stuff? The FDA has warned consumers not to use Clarecon skin products, and uh, for this reason, it goes on with a whole boring, I mean, talk about not compelling. Wow. Talk about ponderous. Don't you wonder what sometimes goes through people's minds when they send you stuff, and you wonder, what, what am I going to do with this, you know? Where am I going to stick it? Rectum. There isn't anybody in the free world who gives a crap about that. Are you using Clarecon skin products? No. Neither am I. So we don't care. Oh, Neil. Neil? God? Do you have to take your daughters to see the new Jonas Brothers movie? I love the Jonas Brothers! You need the Jonas Brothers Movie Survival Kit. Each survival kit comes with a sleep mask so you don't have to watch, earplugs so you don't have to hear, and a cyanide capsule just in case the mask and plugs don't work. Oh my God, the Jonas Brothers! The Jonas Brothers Movie Survival Kit. You can make it. The film is only 76 minutes long. Give me those earplugs. Oh, my God, the Jonas Brothers. And the cyanide. Oh, my God, the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers 3D Concert Experience Survival Kit. It's too late for me. Save yourselves. 1230 at 560 WQAM. Happy Thursday to you. So uh, we're going to get that. Uh, I don't know why I really care about that. Do we really care about how many hits we get every day on the website? No. You don't? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure I like that attitude there for one second, but it sure changed real fast. One thing about you, you are malleable. If you look up that word in the dictionary, malleable, you'll see Flea's picture next to it. <laughs> 52 certificates left. That means we've sold 48 and 25. 73. We have 52 left for the Hard Rock Cafe. Just go to WQM.com, click on Neil's Deals, and there it is. $50 certificates, 25 bucks. I think we're doing pretty good with that. Yeah. WQAM, Hello. Hello, Nelson. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Okay. Good to have you back. 
Good to have back uh, from where? Well, no, but it's good to have you taking phone calls again. Even though honestly, I don't have too much to say, but I would like to tell all these people as far as the uh, the books go to get away from the Wired Diaries, you big MFs. Okay. The Wired Diaries. <laughs> okay. Does he know what he's talking about or what? Sounds like the voice of expertise to me. Maybe that was Joe's boyfriend. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. Yeah, okay. Good to know. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got a George Rodriguez spy report. Yeah. I-95 and I Dairy wearing the orange vest, man. WQAM, hello. Okay. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay, how are you doing? Good. Um, two things. That right now, if you put on, if, if Lee puts on 790 on the computer, he would be listening to a Marlins game. And also, at 1 o'clock on the same time as you, they have Steve White, the program director, doing a show. Really? Yes. Well, how can the Marlins game be on now and then Steve White's going to be on? No, what I'm saying is when you the mean Marlins mean ordinarily, game, when there's no game. Right. Well, that's some pretty uh, stiff competition, I'll tell you. And also, yeah. she's a little incorrect because if you you can't stream the Major League Baseball game. So what they do is they put a best of Levitard show on the web while they air the baseball game. A best of Levitard show? Yeah. Wow, that sounds like an oxymoron to me. Just a joke, Danny boy. Just a joke. Not. But they're not allowed to stream Major League Baseball. St. Louis at Florida. Cardinals are leading one nothing. It's the top of the second. Oh, and there is nobody there. I watched a little bit last night for about five minutes, and there was nobody there. Yeah. I mean, when you get into the outfield and all the way around to the third baseline, there's just empty. It's just a big empty place, like a vacuum. No, it didn't swing. Uh, uh, anyway... It's the top of the second. I can't do the play-by-play -play because then they'll get really surly. Oh, we got the Marlins, the Marlins. They got the Marlins. Marlins are losing. The Cardinals beat them 13-4 to last night. Yeah, it was a whooping. In front of a nearly empty crowd. And at 12.30 on a Thursday afternoon, you can only imagine the kind of crowd in that joint. Can you imagine it? I mean, I see a few people there, a smattering. I mean, you know, along the first baseline, there's one, two. You can count the crowd. Even I can count that high. <laughs> oh, now there's a, a not a really distant shot. They don't want to show the distant shot, but from, like, behind first. Yeah. Whoa. And the people who are there, they're, they're smart. They moved way down to the uh, front seats, you know, to the box seats. Oh, yeah. Now, they still get bent out of shape if you do that, if you move into the wrong seats. I know they used to. Yeah, they still do. They do? Yeah. Hey, all you idiots, all you freeloaders down in the first three or four rows, man, you're not fooling us. You didn't pay for those seats. Fifty certificates well, left for the Hard Rock Cafe. So that means we've sold 75. Yep. And if we sell two more, it'll be 77. Oh, God, I love that number. I love those jingles. I love those oldie jingles from WABC. And you want to know one of the reasons why, one of the main reasons why? Why? Because those were the days when radio was was something. It was, I mean, it's something now, but we can't say it on the air. CKLW yesterday. No, that's not the one. There it is. From seventy-seven WABC. Go, go, go.
All right. And guess how many certificates we've sold? How many? 77. 52 and 25 sounds like 77. Look at that. Hmm. we got 48 left, though, for Hard Rock Cafe. We'll, we'll get the, them all sold by, by tomorrow at this time. You'll see. I mean, 125 is a lot of certificates, man. WQAM, hello. On line 11. Hello? It sounds like they've got it up their tailpipe. Rectum. Doesn't it sound like they got the phone stuck deep in there? Oh, yeah. That's what it sounded like to me. WQAM, hello. We'll, we'll get to them also. Hey. Yeah. How you doing? I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yeah. How you, how you doing? I'm doing. You're not Neil. Yeah, okay, whatever you say. What do you want, okay. sir? What do you got? Give us something. All right, I'll tell you what. You're a liar. Yeah. And you're an idiot. Oh, I'm a liar. Yeah, okay. I'm not Neil. I'm a liar. I just made it up. What a dumbass. Now he'll go back and turn up the radio. Oh, gee, it was Neil after all. Yeah, you missed your golden chance, your chance in the uh, sunshine. What a jackass. You're a liar. You're not Neil. I may be a liar, and I am Neil. How do you like that, putz? Schmeckle? WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes. How are you? Okay, how are you? Good, good. What do you think about the stock market? I don't. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello, Neil. Where are you calling from, sir? Right now I'm calling from Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Fort Lauderdale. Well, that's no big deal. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Neil? Hey, you know what I want to know? You are... What? Yeah, I didn't understand a word he said. It was some kind of a shot. I don't know. Something slob. I don't know. WQAM, hello. God has punished George for his lack of faith. Yeah, okay. Bye, bye, Schmeckle. That's, uh, what's his name? That's, um, Mario and Hialeah. Crazy person. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Crazy person, Reverend Mario and Hialeah. You'll get to know them all eventually. Unfortunately. David says, I don't get to listen often anymore since I moved out of that hellhole. Why did George get fired? Because they don't want to pay a salary anymore. That's why George got fired, David. Because everybody's getting fired everywhere. Oh, look at that. There's a few people in the stands there. Wow, look at that. Get to see Roy Halladay, see if Ricky Nolasco can continue to throw the ball well. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of the Marlins will be there. That Rich Wall, somebody, somebody sent me an email about that. Do I know who he is? Yeah, I know who he is. He's the worst, the absolute worst he sounds like a little kid. He's horrible. Rich Waltz. How can he still be on there? That's what I don't understand. He must work really, really cheap, you know? Yeah, a place in the hotel out in center field. He sounds like about a 12-year-old kid pretending to be a radio broadcast, to be a sportscaster. Hmm. You know, when you're a little kid, like me, when I was a little kid, I used to, like, have my webcore tape recorder, and I, on the Saturday afternoon baseball games, I would sit in front of the TV, and I would announce the game. That, that's what he sounds like. The world's worst sportscasters these days are in South Florida. We used to have some pretty good people, you know, like Rick Weaver and Joe Angel. Yeah. And Rimmer was okay. He wasn't great, but he was he was okay compared to what we got now. He was sensational. The Rim Man. But look what we got now. We got silly-ass Red Deer Randy Moeller. Oof. We got your friend. <laughs> we got Jimmy Syphilitic, and we got Rich Waltz. Mm. And Dave Van Boring. Boy. 
You know, anybody who used to criticize Rick Weaver, which I thought he was great, uh, you know, now in retrospect, he's looking really sensational, spectacular. Bring him back and prop him up in the damn booth. Ooh, frosty nads. You hear what I said? Marlene's ever had two to one? Oh, my. Ross Glowed unloaded a heavy load in the right field stands. Uh-oh, what do you say? Uh-oh. Not playing that. Can you believe that? No. Well, I had to dump that because he said D-bag in there. <laughs> joke. A uh, joke? It's pathetic. It's sick. Guess he's out the uh, first pitch today at the Marlin game. Uh, Ron Brewer, your buddy. <laughs> oh, I, got, I got some spy reports. Just relax. Yeah, and I guess today was like $10 seat day. I got that, too. Just relax. I know. Relax. Sorry, I need to settle down. Chiefly, how many uh, certificates we got left? 48? No, I went back up to 50. Oh, no. It's all right. That means we sold um, 75. Oh, now it's at 49. Oh, 76. One more for 77. I think they were just fun in us. Very jackass. This is funny. It says, from Stugatz. It ain't the way I wanted it. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says, like, dumb. I'm smart. I can handle things. Yeah. I'm smart. Not like everybody says, like, dumb. I'm smart. And I want to stay. That's Stugatz. <laughs> That's funny. Funny, uh, fake Barry. Eric Harold, our good buddy Eric, has points something out. Thank you, Eric. Alexa only counts people running the Alexa plug-in. That, that, that's the ranking there. Okay. So forget about the beaded curtain. Unless you want to do it. Sure. You want to do it? I think so. Eric says, the number of people running the Alexa plug-in has decreased dramatically, including me. I don't run it anymore because um, Alexa is a spam generator. Really screws up your uh, PC. Oh, another Marlene hit. Oh, boy, Marlene's are just on a tear. Aren't you all whipped up about the Marlene's? Pretty much. They suck. Pete the Chronic says, Ron threw out the first pitch. He can't reach the plate. <laughs> it says it was all old Paul and D-bag Ronda at the stadium. See, there's that word again. I can't say it. Oh, that looks like a double play ball to me. Out at second and out at first. Oh, sorry. Well, that's the end of a promising inning, but the Marlins take a 2-1 to lead after two. The Marlins. Don and LaBelle says, now here's some good news. I told you things were looking up. The broadcast signal is the best ever here in LaBelle, Florida today. No more pulsing every second like the last couple days. I wonder what the engineers did or didn't do to cause the problems this week. What they didn't do is they didn't go out there and pee on the tower. And then probably last night they all went out there together and peed profusely. Maybe they had a big beer bash. And they went out there and peed a river on the uh, tower. Where where exactly is the tower? Is it there by the Herald? It's, yeah, Victoria Island. Does that sound right? And the ground system is probably rotted out. Yeah. You think? That's the problem with AM, man. Bad signals, bad, rotted out, but at any rate. Juice says the really sad thing about the Marlins game being so empty today is almost every seat is 10 bucks today thanks to the promotion for the Paul and Old Ron show. Every seat was 10 bucks today, and they still got like thousands and thousands of fans described as empty seats. I'll, I'll be right back. Phone's ringing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I can remember my days 
there at the station. Automated spam call from Sears. Oh, nice. Isn't that great? It could have been important. could have been Ed McMahon with my check for $10 million, you know. It was not, though. Every seat, 10 bucks today, just about every seat, and um, thanks to Paul and old Ron. And there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people disguised as empty orange seats in Landshark Stadium. Isn't that what it's called now? Landshark Stadium, yep. 2-1 in the top of the third. Actually, there are some people over there. There's a smattering. Heard these two guys, Paul and Young Ron, the uh, Paul and Young Ron show. Oh, my God. Castronova looks like an apartment building, not like a house. He looks like an apartment <laughs> complex. He's so big. Yeah, he's big. Why well, you got to say fat guy? Hey, Rich. Yes. So when you introduce us, can you do that cool thing you do? You know, Paul, Ron, radio, guys. I love it when you do oh, that. so good. Oh. Kissy, kissy, sucky, sucky. Can you believe that? Yeah. Oh, you can? Yeah, I can believe it. I thought you were big fans of theirs. I thought they were your buddies. I like Ron Brewer, and Paul's okay. <laughs> wow, that was a shot. If ever I heard a shot, that was it. Well, got some very distressing news, although nobody really is going to care about this either. MySpace is about to have a major wave of layoffs. Anybody care? No. No. According to multiple sources close to the company, one source describes the number of people effective as massive. Another source says the layoffs will likely affect between 300 and 500 employees. It's unclear if these numbers apply to MySpace alone or its parent company, Fox Interactive Media, but MySpace makes up around 1,600 of the 2,900 employees in FIM, so it's likely the social network will be hit hard. Boy, Castronova just ballooned up. He's, he's as big as a house. There are some, some municipalities that aren't as big as he is. Last summer, MySpace let go 5% of its staff. As many as 45 employees were laid off last month. These cuts are going deeper We've heard the company's legal team is hammering out a paperwork that will need to be submitted to the state of California under the WARN Act, which requires large companies to give advance notice of any major layoffs. Contacted for comment, a Fox Interactive Media spokesman issued the following statement. Like any company with new leadership, Fox Interactive Media is reviewing every aspect of our operations, performance, and structure. It's no secret we're looking for ways to improve our products, increase the value of our digital assets, and enhance the overall financial strength of the company. That text is for me. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're not going to like it. No. Well, why don't you uh, tell them to address that issue, for crying out loud? I'm going to now, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's not a big deal. That's not going to, like, you know, change the world, the fact that D-Bag is on. But, but it could have been something else. Yeah, it could have easily been something else. I mean, there's a square yellow button here, and hitting it is like uh, punching air, man. That's how much good it'll do you. So, uh, MySpace. Anybody use MySpace anymore? No. Not really. Yeah, there, there's some people out there. There's a few thousand people out there now that they're panning around the stadium. Not not, not as many as there ought to be. But then again, on a Thursday afternoon at the 12.50, who's going to be there? TR says, it went over the air. Then I heard you say I'm not putting that on the air. Well, that's the way it goes. We don't need any spy reports. If they want to get things working, that's up to them. If not, uh, you know, it's going to be their funeral. Fersky is back again. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's I was on the air. Great. Good <sighs> God. These, these people get so whipped up about, you know. Just relax. Everybody take a chill and a pill. Yeah. Tim says, not that I want to be an ass clown, but I'm afraid the Hard Rock is going to get inundated Sunday by minions claiming to be civil servants. Well, they got to show ID. Yep. 
It says, if I had my employee badge and shown up Sunday, I'd expect to get a 71-cent burger. Well, go ahead, Tim. Give well, me a shot. You can also just donate five pounds of food, and you get the 71-cent burger as well. Right. There you go. And that's... Or Castronova could donate about 50 pounds. <laughs> just off his thigh. Oh, my God. Was he that huge when you were working with him? He was pretty big, and then he dropped a lot of pounds. I guess he put it back on. Did you just see him? Did you? Are you watching the ball game? No, the TVs in here aren't hooked up yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a silly question. WQAM, hello. Uncle Mel. Yes, sir. My God, you see that? You see uh, Paul on there right now? Yeah, gigantic. My God, he's bigger than Hank, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, man. No, you not know, bigger he than Hank. He's, not, he's not bigger than Hank. Uh, getting there. Yeah, he's working on it. Uh, by the way, he was ranting and raving that they sold about 20,000 seats today. Can you believe that? Well, maybe they're all standing outside in the parking lot waiting to get in. <laughs> I I'm wondering how they're going to fill this new stadium when they only got maybe uh, 3,000 people out there. Doctor Xavier Lochenkopf, as they say in China, okay, sir? They need like a hole in the head. But, hey, the people in Dade County, man, hey, we want the Marlins. The Mar Boy, he is huge. Yeah. And I know about fat because, believe me, I've been that fat and even fatter. And when you get really fat like that, you start wearing guayaberas and you start not tucking your shirts and you know you wear the shirts outside. Right. Outside your pantaloonies. Well, there they were. I guess, I guess we got this at the uh, propitious moment, huh? Yeah. Good Since we seem, to have, we seem to have a thing going, you know, with, with uh, them and with uh, across the street and with everybody. We don't have much going inside, but we got a lot going on uh, with the other stations who are continuing to be obsessed with this show, just obsessed. 552 people have listened online on my uh, website. What about on yours? Oh, I'll have to go back and check. Give me one second. WQM.com. How are we doing with the uh, certificates? 40-something? Uh, uh, 49. Let me refresh. 48. 48. So we've sold 77. Yeah, maybe we can keep going back up to 50 and then back to 48 so we can say 77. So what do you got on there? I have for you 423. Not so bad. No. I mean, it's not like the 45 million that they got across the street listening all over the world. Online. They're listening in outer space to the Marlin game across the street. Now, what do you think? Do you think that their numbers go up or down during the Marlin game, like when we used to carry them? Well, if you look at the new system, it doesn't look like the Marlins have done much for them. The new system? You're talking about for 790, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you look at the, their latest oh my night God. numbers. The, the NBA playoffs just slaughtered Killed the Marlins. In a, oh, look at that shot of the stadium. Oh, you! I, I wish your TV was hooked up. Yeah. There's nobody there. The people who are there are concentrated between the uh, first base and third base behind a plate. And then the rest of the stadium is absolutely empty. Empty. There's Frank Fort, who got that uh, gigantic mole finally taken off his head. Alfredo Amezaga, because of Alfredo's versatility. Wow. Hmm. He finally got that thing re lanced. Ugh. The big boil on it. Remember? He had that huge, gigantic boil. looked like another planet was growing on his head. <laughs> Frank Fort, yeah. Wow. They really, they really did a job on that stadium, let me tell you. There's Freddy Martinez, Freddy Gonzalez, whatever his name is. It ends in a Z. Yeah, he'll be fired by the end of the year. He sucks. The way he handles the pitching staff, I wouldn't wish on Hitler, okay? Another Marlin hit, Miller. Who's Miller? I don't pay any attention to these guys. The pitcher, Andrew Miller. Andrew Miller. He's no Dan Ugly, I'll tell you that. 
He just looped a base hit to left field. Boy, the Marlins are on the tear. Too bad there's nobody there. Since Felix Lita has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Fair and Balance 1 to 2 hour. <laughs> Live in Chicago, Oprah. When it comes to sex, what women really want is... Susan Boyle, hello! You are having the best sex of your life right now. We're really enjoying it. really enjoying every second of it. Do you love your vulva? It's pretty awesome. Take off your pants. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Enormous. 108 inches all the way around. It's like a dream come true. <laughs> I would see that as a major problem. It doesn't bother me. I just want to touch you, okay? Yes. We'll be back in a moment. More sex talk. You should take some vitamins for it. <laughs> One o'clock at 560 WQM. You know, I'm just thinking... Can you imagine if Paul and Ancient Ron didn't have that promotion at the uh, ball game today? There'd be like five people there? Yeah, there'd be like uh, three or four people there. My God, they're giving away $10 seats and still nobody shows up. First of all, what kind of scheduling is that? A Thursday game like at noon or 12.15, whatever the hell they started? Well, what kind of schedule is that, Mon? Yeah, I don't know. Sucks. And then they say, oh, nobody shows up to the games to support our team. Well, you wait to see that we get that new stadium. Yeah, yeah. for the first two or three months, man, it'll be a real novelty and it'll be jam-packed and everybody will want to be in on the action, you know. And, and then after that, oh, gee, especially if they stink, you know. Kai, K, how would you say it? K, like K Winding? Remember more by K Winding? Yeah. You could play it if you had it, but you don't. Not yet. And your TVs don't work in there. But that, that, yeah. when, when's that going to happen? I don't know. Boy, they sure are taking their damn sweet time. You keep telling me, oh, the studio's finished. The studio, you don't say that, but, you know, they keep implying that. They keep threatening the studio's finished. QAM, hello. Neil, how are you? Okay, sir, how are you? All right. Just uh, want to let you know, I live in Pembroke right. Pines, and I saw, I, saw that they, <laughs> I saw that they had to launch um, Casper Nova from Perry Airport to get him over there. Wow, is he humongous or dropped what? Him in, they dropped him in by blimp. Incredible. I saw it with my own eyes. Well, at least he's eating good anyway. Sure he was the I wasn't sure if he was the blimp or, if, uh, you know, if it was that. Uh, Thanks, pal. I quit while you're ahead. Kay says, hi, Uncle Neil. I say the prerequisite. I love your show, et cetera. I'm glad to see the beaded curtain come back. See, somebody wants to see it come back. I'm sure a lot of desperate, horny guys want to see it come back. It seemed you had a lot more relevant callers and more votes on the poll when there was the promise of free TNA. Oh, I don't know if the callers were any different, but there were sure a lot more people on that website. They were all over it like stink on Joe. says, I want to be the first to um, volunteer. I'm 26. I have all my 2,257 papers. Thanks for all you do. Oh, and she, I see. This is from uh, this chick that showed the picture here. Mm. <clears throat> I included a non-nude pic just to show I'm not a total dog. I'm getting choked up about it. Maybe it's the volume I'm getting choked up about it. Look at that. Call third strike. One out in the top of the fourth. Marlins are beating the Cardinals 2-1. to one. And there's nobody there. There's a few thousand people between the uh, third and first base behind the plate. It's kind of like they all congregated, you know what I mean? Well, I guess at $10 tickets, they just got the best seats they could get. Yeah. So that's the best seats sitting down first or third base line or behind right. the plate. Yeah. Right behind the plate. Yep. And the rest, of the, the rest of the place is empty. You could go bowling. You could have your own section. And you could set up pins and go bowling in that stadium. What is it called? Landfish Stadium, whatever the hell it's called? Mm -hmm. Landshark. Schmendrick Stadium. One-Eyed Willie says, MySpace is a Rupert Murdoch Nazi-owned company. If it goes out of business, good riddance. To which we say, 
Yeah. Yeah, and I'm Flipper sure they Murdoch paid a lot what? of money for it. They did what? I'm sure they paid a lot of money for MySpace. You think so? Oh, yeah. Hundreds of millions? Oh, good. Anything that hurts Rupert Murdoch. Oh, look at that. The Marlins center fielder came in on that ball, and then it drifted it drifted back. You're not doing play-by-play, play, are you? Ross, what? You're not doing play-by-play, play, are no, you? No, no, I said, okay. past tense, I said. Oh, he drifted sure. back. Cody Ross? Cody Ross. Yeah, he came way in, and then he had to go hustling back, but he still made the catch. Attaboy, Cody. You guys suck. Oh, look at this. Lessons from LeBron. Four life lessons to teach your kids. <laughs> About the NBA star's moment of unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah, I guess he thinks his stuff don't stink now because he's got all those zillions of dollars, you know, mm -hmm. LeBron. Yep. Oh, I ain't shaking nobody's hand. I'm, you know, screw you. Who cares? It's all boring. Oh, Eric says, the beaded curtain did nothing for NeilRogers.com. Bulletin boards and link exchanges, but only link to the pictures, not to any page on our site. In short, it didn't bring any users to us. Hmm. In addition, it was a lot of work and of questionable legality, even with the uh, 25, the 2257 regulations without him. I would sometimes spend hours airbrushing out logos from the copyrighted images. I'm all for increasing traffic to the site, but this is definitely not the way to do it. Okay, don't do it. Okay. Thanks, Eric. See, Eric knows. He's the maven when it comes to that website. It's a labor of love. And, and it's true. They go there to see the damn picture, and they're not going to go to the rest of the uh, thing. They're not going to read the bedtime stories. They're not going to look at the poll or vote on the poll, and they're not going to have anything to do with this show or with us. So you know what? Screw them. There's plenty of porno all over the Internet. If you want to see naked chicks or naked guys or both or whatever, just uh, hop around on there, you know. Just Google the naked chicks. Just put in there jo uh, Joey Jonas naked or something like that. Actually, those kids need to start eating. Yeah. They look like Jared Leto. You were saying in Requiem he must have weighed 130 pounds. I, I'm thinking not 130, but more like About 30, man. 30 pounds. He, he was like a walking stick, like a walking matchstick. Yeah. And that's what those kids look like. They need a little meat on their bones, man. I'm not into scrawny. I'll tell you that right now. Not into scrawny guys. Are you into scrawny chicks? No. Oh, now, now we're getting all kinds of poll ideas. Thank you so much. We're getting poll ideas, and i got like about a half a dozen. Excellent. I'm not saying that they're great, but they're something, you know? Better than that crap we got today. Religion is blank. We got 670 vote. So we're going to go over 700. I wouldn't be surprised. What do we got left on that uh, certificate thing for uh, Hard Rock? 47. 47. That's the best we've been so far. So that's 53 and 25. We sold 78. 78. 780 was the WBBM in Chicago. Now, you haven't been around long enough to know all those clear, all those 50,000-watt um, powerhouses? No, not at all. 760 was WJR in Detroit. 740 was CBL in Toronto. I used to listen to Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday nights on CBL Toronto. 740, long gone. 750, WSB Atlanta. Oh, I take back what I said. There's like 10 people in the outfield. They're showing a shot. Oh, don't tell me that was Castronova again. One more to the story. Not just the mermaids, but some pie. No, that's not big enough to be Castronova. Somebody got the pie thrown in his face. Looks like Gilbert. Was that Gilbert? <laughs> Could be one of the manatees. I beg your pardon? The manatees, the Florida manatees. 720 was WGN uh, Chicago, where I used to listen to the great job. Oh, look at that error by the Cardinals. Marlene's got a man on first. They had. They have. They did. It's in the past tense, so it's okay, see. 
I don't want to start doing like Sid, you know, and doing play-by-play on uh, when we don't have the rights to these games. Then they'll get really porky. So what did Barry Jackass say? They're going to get they're going to be a bloodbath over there this afternoon, something like that, because uh, they're courting the Big O to go over there. Really? I guess. I wonder if he knows that. Uh, I don't know. Well, you can ask him. You see him, don't you? Yeah, I'll see him probably in about. Ask him uh, if he's uh, talking to them over there. About thirty minutes. How many? About thirty, man. Ask him if he's talking to them. If uh, he thinks that Sid is going to be two to four, I- I'm thinking Sid's going to be doing ten to two. Is what they probably are negotiating. Oh yeah, Neil will walk out. We'll get, we'll we'll just uh, get him so uh, you know frazzled. No, I won't. No, I will not. Make sure you may uh, you make the audience aware that I'm just on vacation next week and I didn't get fired yet or uh, walk out. I'll do Although, that. who knows? It could happen. Not the walk out part. I think uh, based based on those numbers off the uh, stats pages, I think we're doing okay. We can be doing a lot better. I'll tell you that. Because you know me, I haven't tried in years. I'm just mailing it in. And if I cared about the show, I'd give up that summer schedule. I'd work six days a week. You know, once upon a time, I did work six days a week. Really? I think it was at INZ. I worked. I had a Saturday show. Oh, yeah, that's when I used to work 8 to midnight. And then Saturday, I did 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I did the shift. And then finally, after after four or five years, I talked them out of that nighttime thing. Put me on in the daytime. I had, I had like 10 and 11 shares at night. And we decided, well, what the hell good is that? Look at that. Another bad play by the Cardinals. And the Marlins, I think, uh, might have might have just gotten two men on base in the past tense. And then they put me on 10 to 2 in the midday. And then that started this whole thing. You know what I mean? Now, what was I just saying to you that was so important? It was life and death. Did you just send me a fax or is that an ad fax? That wasn't me. Oh, boy. Not another ad fax. Still 47 certificates left for the Hard Rock Cafe. Not good. I mean, it's okay. We sold 78, but we still got a lot to go on there. Neil at WQM.com. Although I noticed that some other stations, I don't want to mention which ones, but some other stations have given up on the certificates because they can't sell them anymore. Hmm. Have you noticed that? I have. Yeah. I wonder what that's all about. LOA, lack of audience. Six hundred seventy-six votes. Like I said, we'll make seven hundred easy. This ad faxes. First, I get a phone phone spam from Sears. Now I'm getting ad faxes. Oh, summer sales save ninety percent on books, 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 giftware, outdoor furniture, etc. Closeout King on Dixie Road and here Ontario Street. That's pretty compelling. Get away from my fax machine, you mother scratcher. So this thing doesn't work, huh? I'm guessing no, it doesn't. Well, let's try it out. Let's let's utter about 15 ex- expletives, and I'll keep hitting it and see if it works. Well, you, <laughs> I don't need to curse, but I can continue talking. I can count down to 10, and you can just hit it whenever you want and see if it actually dumps. And I can count no. to 10 and see if people hear it. What do you mean by that? Like I go one, two, no, no. Three. Trust me, it's not worth the effort. It doesn't work. I don't think it's working. No, but yours works. Yes. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, couldn't remember your your 877 number. I uh, just called from Las Vegas. How's it going? Okay. Good, good. You're, uh, I, I can't tell you your signal is loud and clear because I'm in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Oh, he can go to In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, That's go to that. In-N-Out Burger. Let us know how it is, okay? Do a little In-N-Out. Oh, Neil. Your father did business with Hyman Roth. 
Your father respected Ayman Roth, but your father never trusted Ayman Roth. Hey, how the hell are you? Welcome to Jack in the Box. I'm Jack, and I'll be happy to fill your order, if you know what I mean. Uh, I'd like a Jack burger and a large fries. Sorry, pal, we're cleaning the grease fryer. We don't have any French fries today. Oh, okay. Uh, then just give me a small order of fries, please. Look, Chief, maybe you didn't hear me. I said we don't have any fries today, so how about something else? Oh, okay, then, uh, just give me an order of fries. <sighs> Listen up, pal. Who put the straw in strawberry? Nature did. That's right, nature did. Who put the ape in apricot? Uh, nature did. That's right, nature did. Now listen carefully. Who put the freak in french fries? Uh... There ain't no freaking French fries. That's what I've been trying to tell you, butt breath. There ain't no freaking French fries. Now get out of my sight before I shove your teeth so far down your throat. You'll have to sit on a Jack Burger to eat it. Oh, and have a nice day. Yeah, me, you too. 117, guess what? Marlene's are ahead 3 to 1 now if you end up 4. Wow. And there's some little kid, uh... What is the Marlene's face? Going nuts. Some little spastic kid there dancing around, jumping. He's having a good time, you know? Yeah. Send him home. Here's one from uh, a phone number with no name. And you know something? Uh, if I send an email like this, I wouldn't attach my name to it either. When is there going to be a Neil Day at the Marlins game? There's not. Well, you're the promotions guy. You want to have Neil Day? You want to throw out the first no. pitch? Okay. No. I don't want anything to do with that place. Mr. Abullion is on the emails. Oh, my God. Just when you thought. He ought to elope with that guy, the uh, Tony, the UPS driver in Connecticut. I just can't believe that he called in on that toll-free number. Somebody that you just, just go away, okay? Don't go away, man. Just go away. Get out of my face. Get out of my life. And he shows up again on the phone. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Okay, sir. How are you doing? All right. Uh, that's a good idea, having uh, sit that pain in the neck on 10 to 2. But can you make it like 10 to 2 at night so nobody can hear that loud mouth jerk? Mr. Abullion says, potentially to Michael Atajo, sit down. Mi familia ne manja ka yada yada. Yeah, I just played it in English. And Mr. Abullion says, never liked Mumbles, good riddance. Smooch, Mr. Abullion. Well, screw you, Mr. Abullion. Take a shot at George, Mr. Mumbles. Mr. Abullion. Oh, I'm the Abullion guy. I'm the uh, quarter schlock guy. All these guys who've got their own handle, you know what I mean? All of these things. Oh, are you going to play that KJ thing, by the way? If you'd like, sure. First, let me just print out this one email, okay? You see, the way this is working out is fine with me because there's a few emails over here, then there's one or two calls over there, like QAM, hello? QAM. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil. Yes. Yeah, you were talking about the Marlins playing such an early game. Yeah. They'll be, up, they'll be up in your neck of the woods tomorrow. They play Toronto the next three days. Oh, I'll be sure to miss that. Yeah, 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 I know you will. <laughs> okay, thanks, for the, thanks for the warning. Yeah, have a good day. Okay, maybe we'll get some Marlin fans in Toronto the next three days. What do you say? Wouldn't that be exciting? Yeah. Well, let's see. Saturday, I'm getting out of here anyway, so just in time. Kay says, sad but true, Eric is right. They just go to the pictures, look at nothing else 97% of the time. 
I have my own site, and I have more than just nakedness on there. Sometimes I overestimate the viewers. I'd like to think guys also look or read interesting things. Oh, well, I can dream, she says. I was linking to your site, but I doubt you get any traffic from me. You're right about my name. It is K. What? K-A. I don't know. She's got K-A-I. Kai? K. I don't know. Thanks again, Uncle Neil. The offer is still on the table. By the way, the commercials on the stream suck. There's another complaint. Boy, you're having to deal with a lot of complaints about that stream. I don't control the commercials. Well, yeah, and the commercials is what makes us the money. We need the money, honey. Don't be bitching about anything that brings us in money. Believe me, we want the money. Throw us a bag of money as, as often as you can. Oh, boy. Stephen Kendall says, I'm in your corner on the whole cat thing. While watching the media go apoplectic over a bunch of flayed, stupid cats and their stupid owners. All I could think of is the big sigh of relief that the wild birds must be expressing. <laughs> People should keep their damn cats indoors. That's right. you got a litter box for crying out loud. Isn't that why cats are supposed to be uh, preferable, that they can stay indoors, that they do their thing in litter box and stick up the whole house? Did you ever walk into a house of somebody that's got a cat with a litter box? Yeah, and also walked into a house where a cat sprayed it. Oh, oh, oh. no. El Stinko, man. Yeah, that's tough to get out says, my neighbor lets her cat out. It always comes to my yard and decimates the birds who hang out, not to mention craps all over the place. In addition, the cat neighbor, the cat network people are crazy. They go out and dump tons of bags of cat food at our parks to uh, lead the menacing flea bags. <laughs> I think we can say that, flea bag. A lot of other bags we can't say. We can say flea bag. Right. In your honor. When the raccoons become a problem... They get exterminated. But does anyone do anything about these GD feral cats? When is the serial cat killer coming to Kendall? <laughs> Asks Steve, Stephen Kendall. Oh, Jim Sarney says, word around town is that Sid will eventually take over the 4-7 to seven shift when Jim is done with his deal. Who knows where they'll stash him until then. God knows how to bring down, God Joe knows how to bring down the station, says the fake Jim Sarney. Lots of rumors out there. Oh, more other ones? Well, so far we've heard what four to seven, two to four, ten to, ten two. to two. You you said on Friday he's going to be doing ten to two. No, I did not. That's what well, that's the spy report we had. I said that I don't know what's going on. You said ten to two. Ten to two, two to four, four to seven. That's why I said nobody. Jim Sarney's off to Saratoga for the summer. Nothing like the cool air of the Adirondacks. He says I sure go along with that. Jason says, the Marlins suck. The best thing WQM ever did after bringing you to the station was dumping them. And then he says, what did I ever do to you? Oh, not that guy, too. Oh, no. The what did I ever do to you guy. Oh. And the ebullient guy. With Frank Ford. Frank? All right, thanks very much, Rich. Chris Coughlin, the lead off the inning, batting in that number one. You know, there's two guys in that market that everybody gets, uh, all the sports goofballs get all whipped up about. Two TV guys. Yeah. One is Frank Ford, which, which he's okay. And Craig Minervini. <laughs> now, if you can tell me what the talent is with little Craig, that weenie Craig Minervini, I'd like to know. Maybe you can explain it to me. I wish I could. He's a little twerp. He adds nothing to any telecast he's on. Uh, he, I, I don't know what the big deal is with him. He's got good hair. But, but they're, like, obsessed with him. Oh, Craig Minervini, how can you say that, Neil? He, uh, I don't know. He leaves me limp. And Frank Ford. I mean, Frank is okay, especially since they took that 40-pound mole off his head. God, that thing was gross. I just don't understand how somebody can be on television and look, you know, grotesque. 
And on radio, we, you know, a lot of us have a face for radio, like me. And you. What? And George. So I guess George might have something going there, huh? That would be good. I hope so. It sounds like he's got something in, in the hopper, in the works. Well, hopefully I'll talk to him tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow he's going to bring in all that stuff. Maybe he can come in during the show and be on for a little bit. That would be good. That would be great. And your buddy Jolly Joe said he's got no problem with that. As long as we don't have to pay him. Oh, geez, we can't afford to pay him. But if you want to put him on, i got no problem with that. It was all about money. Well, you know the one thing I just noticed in this studio? Yeah. Well, I didn't just notice it. But, you know, on Monday, you're going to be on vacation. And I'm doing the show from in here with Cordis, right? Yeah. Guess how many microphones are in this studio? One. Correct. Well, I guess you and Josh are going to be sitting real close. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe he can sit on your lap. Yeah, then we'll be really gay in a... Yeah. Well, you talked about it last Friday from what you told me, so... Yeah, a little gay porn. Why Why is there not another mic in there? That's a good question. Why don't the phones work? I beg your pardon? Why don't the phones work right? Why doesn't your dumb I don't dumb know, but we do right? have... We are worldwide. WQAM, hello. Well... Yes, sir. I uh, had a radio accident, and I heard Levitar, and they were, like, bashing you with the ratings yesterday. Yeah. How... You know, now, again, I with a grain of salt, but like, oh, how everything is so negative the last 30 years and this and that, and these people were calling saying, hey, all he is is saying the truth, and some guy said, you can't handle the truth, Levy. Yeah. That's cute. There's a lot of crossover here. Okay, thanks, Pally. I love the show. Thanks. Yeah, you can't handle the truth, Levy. It's Levy, or is it Libby? Levy-turd. Levy-turd, bastard. 687 on our pool. We'll make 700. You'll see. How are we doing with those certificates? 47. 47, yeah. Wow. So we sold 23 and... What? 53 and 5. 78. Yep. Not too bad, if you ask me. Rogers. Ah. This is CNN. General Motors followed Chrysler into Chapter 11 this morning. President Obama notes, What I have no interest in doing is to get GM back on its feet. And I want to remind everyone that if you are considering buying a GM car during this period of restructuring, get out quickly. In short, our goal is to get enormous damage to our economy and an immediate collapse in consumer confidence that would send car sales over a cliff. In fact, if all goes according to plan, it will take a painful toll on many Americans. That blows. Well, the Marlins scored another run. They're ahead 4-1, to one, man. They're kicking ass. They are really ripping it for Ron and Paul. All right. Do so you think there's some connection there? Yeah. And from the ballpark, Johnny Dolan says, Neil, here at the game, a beeper went off. You'll be number one female, 18 to, 20, 18 to 24, and she's cute. <laughs> so I guess he's got us cranked up. If anybody knew who that was, we could find out if it's the real Johnny Dolan. But nobody knows who that is or was. Right? Yep. Absolutely correct. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil, how you doing, brother? Okay, okay sir. Man, you're like a breath of, breath of fresh air. Yeah, breath of fresh air, yeah. South Florida. I'm glad you're back on the radio full-time. We, we don't have to listen to that monotonic, George. Take care, bro. I don't remember George being monotone. Oh, that used to be the knock on him, is that he, you know, he, he was, in the beginning he was. Oh, okay. And then he started inflecting a little bit more, you know. And then he started genuflecting a little bit. Oh, these people are got to bug up their ass about everybody, you know. Next, they'll be picking on poor Sid. I hear Sid is spectacular. He's the greatest. Uh, just ask him. He'll tell you. 
I mean, some people have a big ego. Some people are all ego, as in his case, you know. Sid. Now, you're going to enjoy working with him from 4 to 7. When's Mad Dog's deal expire? I think Mad Dog, I'm just guessing, but I think, I think he has around, year. yeah, like 16 months, I think he has left. So, a little under a year and a half. So, isn't that a little bit premature, wouldn't you think? Yeah. To be hiring somebody to do uh, 4 to 7 when Mad Dog's still got a year and a half? And the, the idea that Sid is going to replace Manda, oh, brother. And wouldn't that be something? Him being an opposite Leviturd. Wow. Weren't those two at odds before when they were on the same station? Yeah. One can only imagine the kind of wild, hysterical crap that would go on then. Can you even begin to imagine? Mm, I can begin. Yeah, begin. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I don't know if we can continue our part of the show with Go the away. Static. No, no, you can't. Reverend Jones, hmm. just FYI, okay? No, you can't, and you won't. And go away. And if you die soon, we'll have a party. WQAM, hello. I don't know if we're going to be able to continue calling, Neil. WQAM, hello. Well, when are you on, Jeff? I'm back. You see, they're always together, the first two there, Reverend Jones and the boyfriend. Side by each. Talk about you and Cordis sitting in each other's lap. That's what they do. Now, now, why is it that when I, I get rid of some of these calls, you notice how you see the thing on there? Yeah. Is it on your screen where it's like on hold? Line six. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, Neil? WQAM. Hello. Come on, my diggers out there at Full Radio Land. Oh my God. That was Johnny Dolan, calling from the ballpark for sure. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and AT and T wireless line, and from all over the universe, one eight seven 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 eight five sixty three forty five. How come in the beginning of the show, that first hour, we got calls from what Jacksonville and yeah. Tennessee, and and then that goofball in Connecticut? Connecticut. I think he. I think he killed it. Canada. Oh yeah, we got Adam Oshmuck. Nothing really out west though. Six ninety seven on the poll. <laughs> if you're going to start caring about that pool, man, I, I won't believe that. I just want to hit 700. Oh, well, we'll hit 700. We hit 750 yesterday. We had a lot more people listening yesterday because it was much more compelling. That thing from Walter Sabo, it was, it was interesting, and it was also very disturbing. It makes sense. It makes sense, but you talk about a flawed system. My God. The subject has been exposed to coast, light, big, and kiss. QM wouldn't even register as the exposure to the beeper was less than five minutes. Right. Even though his intent was to listen to the show all day, and he kept getting, like, sidetracked, etc. Don't you find that a little bit disturbing? Well, beyond that, the fact that people listen online makes a big difference, too, because A, the signal, B, because it's not like an office is going to have the show on for everybody in the office to listen to, so they got to listen online, and, and you're not getting credit for that. How do you know that? Because that's the way the system works. The online listening is, is counted differently than on-air listening. So it's not included in those numbers we get? No, it's not. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. We're just talking about consultants. I, I noticed that in every every morning show all across America, every the uh, they tend to laugh hysterically at any any little thing that's not even funny. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> just play that nonstop throughout the show, and you get about a 25 share. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't think I play the Karen K laugh very often. I bet you Walter Sabo would go nuts. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder why she makes that gulping sound at the end of the laugh. I had one in my mouth once. Oh. Oh. Yeah, there's always Pharrell. 703. You'll be proud as punch there. Please as can be. We got 703. Top of the sixth at, uh, at land uh, at the Shawshank Redemption Stadium. And the Marlins are leading the Cardinals 4-1 to one in front of a spectacular crowd. I'll say it again. If if they didn't have that promotion going on today with the, with Ron and Paul and the ten dollar tickets, they wouldn't have a thousand people there. Whoa! Don't get Paul upset. It's not Ron and Paul. Ron and old Paul, or is it old Ron? Oh, old Ron and fat Paul. Good God, my talk about living off the high off the hog. Bring the honey. The only time I ever met him in my life was at a my Panther game at the old Miami Arena a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, a little on the heavy set side, but he was never like a fat cow, you know. Yeah. Now he's just humongous. Uh-oh. It's, uh, what is that? Foul. That was a rocket, and it was hooking. No, it's a home run. It's wow. fair. I think it hits a foul pole. A two-run homer, so it's four to three. That's in the past tense, by the way. The Cardinals just got a two-run homer. Four to three. I, I really don't care about this game or about anything to do with the Marlins, but nevertheless, it's it's old Ron and Paul day out there. So I'm just excited because I just learned that the uh, weekend I'm going to be in Toronto for my baseball trip. Yeah, they're playing the Red Sox. It's a good. Well, game. I won't be going with you. I'll tell you that. That's okay. I'm sure you'll have plenty of company. You're coming up here with a bunch of guys. Yeah, like eight of us. I'm not buying all all them dinner either. I'll buy you dinner, but okay. I'll get you a Toronto Blue Jay hat when I'm at the stadium. Excellent. QAM. Hello. How you doing, man? Jeff Dowder from Chatsworth High, California, bro. How's it going? This is an awesome show. Yeah. Wait, when did this thing come on? When, when did you start? To, is this a new fake voice? What's going on? How long bro? you been this working on this awesome. one, Reverend Schmuck? Yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. <laughs> Boy, they're not hanging on long now. Hit and run artists. Yeah, one thing about Reverend Jones and the boyfriend, you'll discover the worst fake voices in the history of crank calling. Yeah, I'm learning. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Just tell me what your problem is. There is a child living down in Mexico who has to go to work every day. Sits at his desk, making clothes for Kathy Lee. Loves the work, but doesn't love the pay. They are the kids who make the clothing. They are the ones who make a buck a day, so quit complaining. It's just clothes they're making. The kind you love to buy It's true, they make a buck a day with Kathy Lee All right, what's not to like? 16 till that's more than you're making on this show. Yeah. 
We sold uh, 79 certificates. Not too bad. We got 46 yeah. left for the Hard Rock. Tim says, happy to hear you mention your Saturday show. For your information, your last one was your final show on WYNZ before you moved to Zeta. You were still doing them through your weekday 10 to 2 stint on that station. My brother was one of your last callers, so I remember. How do you like that? That's a good memory. Wow. His brother was one of the last callers. Marlins are ahead 4-3 uh, to three in the bottom of the sixth over at uh, Peach Ball Stadium, whatever it's called. What's it called? Land Shark Stadium. Oh. Lone Shark Stadium? Paul says, now th this is interesting. This is very interesting. Okay. If the new system uses a beeper that listens for certain signatures in the radio program, how about people listen with headphones? Will this register in the beeper thing? It has a headphone jack. Is there a comma in that? It has a headphone jack. Well, what it is, is I, from what I'm told, is that it has the ability to plug your, let's say, Walkman, whatever you want to call it, into that device, and then you plug your headphones into that device, and it can pick up the... If uh, I the had recording. the ability to... Yeah. Yeah. If they take the time to do that. If they take the time to do that, and if they don't, we're screwed. Yes. A lot of, I would imagine a lot of people at work who listen to this show listen on earphones because, you know, the boss doesn't want them cranking talk, a talk show up. Right. Wouldn't you think? I would think so. Don't do it. Crank it up real loud so the whole office is exposed to it. Uh-oh. Look at that. It's gone. It's gone. It was just gone. It's past tense. Not Ross glowed again? Oh, my God. I don't want to gloat, but, man, them Marlins are kicking ass today. It's five to three. Aren't you whipped up? Hey. Aren't, don't you feel bad that you're not out there with your buddies Ron and Paul? Yeah, a little bit. Old Ron and Fat Paul? Let Paul buy some beers. He's got enough cash now. Good God. He's eaten up all the profits from that show, I'll tell you that. Humongous. WQAM, hello. Daniel? Yes, sir. I got one thing to say for Mr. Gagolia and Mr. Bonnie Stuntula. <laughs> QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, uh, the la over the last couple of days when your signal was fading in and out, when everybody said that it sounded like waves, Right. it got me thinking, and what it, and more than waves, to me what it sounded like was the Nazi boot steps of the Beasley regime. Mm -hmm. It sounded like a marching drum with Joe Bell leading the pack and, and Joyce bringing up the rear. I hate you, Joyce. I hope you get Farrah Fawcett cancer, you bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that was special, wasn't it? <laughs> Woo! I think I have a thing in here somewhere. There it is. The Beasley Boots. Let's just play that all day. I got off that Marlins thing because, you know, I was actually watching it, and I, don't, I just don't care. Right. I'm not going to pretend to care. I just, I, I don't care about any of the South Florida sports teams. See, there you go again. You're out of touch. The Dolphins, no, I hate the Dolphins. The Heat, I just, I don't care about the NBA. Yeah. They win every game and they lose every game. It's the same to me. It's, I'm indifferent. The Panthers, I used to be a big fan. You know, I used to go to all the games, etc. But the organization has been just run into the ground. What's the last year they made, they made the playoffs? 1801? Yeah. Long time ago. Oh, wait a minute. My eyes deceive me? QAM, hello. 
Hello? Line 5 was actually ringing. I saw it with my own eyeball. You're not impressed? Yeah, and line 6 shows that it's on hold for some reason. Oh, that's because I just hit it by accident. Oh. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. The uh, tower is out on Virginia Key on Key Biscayne. That's where it is now. Well, listen, if you know where it is, please do us a favor and go out there and pee on it. <laughs> Trust me, there's no ground system left there. I'm sure of that. Have a nice day. Thanks for the good news. Oh, it's out on Virginia Key. Why don't you go out there this afternoon and just bring bring the whole staff and just pee all over the ground system, whatever is left of it. Okay. IOD, you know, the tower is in the bay right behind the station there. Yeah. And you could see the ground system, like, all, just all corroded and rotted out, you know. Oh, they got a pretty good signal. And it's a good thing for them that, you know, whatever happened with that court case with that condo that wanted to, um, they were going to build a condo or something that was going to, like, block the damn tower and the whole signal and everything? Oh, I don't know. I guess it didn't go through. Damn it. Jimmy Syphilitic, by the way, his website is 1.3 million and something on Alexa. Really? Ours is 890,000. They're 1.3 million. Way down the list. Way down there, Jimmy. Oh, my God. 1.3 millionth? God. WQAM, hello. How you doing, Mr. Rogers? Pretty good, sir. I'm um, listening to your show off of Walkman. Have no problems. They ain't getting no problems if they're talking about the signal and stuff and slaughter a Jew for Obama. Okay. Slaughter a Jew for Obama. That's cute, isn't it? Yeah. Very cute. Sick. Really sick. Sad. Twisted. Pathetic. WQAM, hello. No, it's George in the basket. Oh, he is. He's the worst. You want to know why? Why? Because he's not one of those people who thinks he's funny and he's not. Yeah. It puts the blank in the basket. That's his line. That's his only line. It puts the bleep in the basket. We don't put you in the basket. A tisket, a tasket, let's stick your ugly ass in a basket. You jerk. You jackball. You simpleton. Wouldn't you like to see some of these people while they're doing their thing on the phone? Mm, not really. Oh, yeah, I would. Just like I'd like to see who sent that email two nights ago. I'm sure it's P.E. Lenny. Hmm. So we got called in on the carpet on that. Huh? We don't want to discuss it on the air, but... And he denied that he wrote it? True. Well, where did where did that person get my uh, Yahoo email address? That's a good question. Uh huh. Very very few people have that email address. Very few, maybe four or five. Joe Bell is one of them, by the way. I think I have it, but I never use it. The Yahoo address? I think I have it. Yeah. Oh. But I always use this, you know, Neil at NeilRogers.com. Yeah, Neil at NeilRogers.com is easy because I'm checking that like a hundred times a minute. Seven hundred seventeen votes on the poll. Wow. Greetings, Neil. Great show. Flea is good. Miss George. Can you play the moist towelette tune George used to open his show with when you weren't on? I don't even know what it's all about. Vince, thanks for all the bedtime stories. Hope all is well. All is great, Vince. We're kicking big, smelly butt. Do you know what he's talking about? The moist towelette song? Mm, it's probably in the DCS, I would think. No. No? No. You, you don't know from the DCS. It'll only take you like about 40 years to familiarize yourself with the 80 million things in there. And the things that we are not allowed to play? Oh, the things we're not allowed to play. Oh, brother. Don't be a, don't be a playing fast and loose. You better, and you better learn to audition stuff on cue before you play it on the air if you have any doubts. Oh, yeah. 
Like that one with the D-bag in it before? Oh, boy. Neil God. Well, I got the tea bagging. What is that in your mouth? Tea bag is a ball roller. Certain things you never expect to come out of a person's mouth. The tea bag slides onto her molars. Why can't you ever just keep your big mouth shut? Face for a while while you think about that. 